0: Welcome to another edition of the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about E3 2018. I am your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me, my favorite gamer on the go, Chase Kinneke. Chase, how are you? Tired. You're tired. (laughs) I'm already tired. There's so many video games. Are you tired of Johnny or tired of video games? Or Mm a little
1: both? Uh, I mean, I've been seeing Johnny for like the last two minutes,
0: so yeah, I'm probably tired of Johnny. I'm, pretty tired yeah. we're tired of you johnny that. how are you doing
2: you know i'm kind of jealous that chase gets this cool hey this is my favorite gamer on the go and then i'm just hey well maybe johnny. you should do
0: something outside of this show
2: um all right <laughs> <Point> two, <yeah. laughs> what,
0: what are we gonna give come up with something and okay. i'll,
2: I'll well, do i'm doing it. well uh e3 happened
0: and My favorite Hello Neighbor player, Johnny Amazon. No, it's,
2: it's <laughs> Minecraft now, still. Oh,
0: yeah, yes it is. I, I learned.
2: So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, E3 happened. It, there were a lot of video games that got announced. It's
1: still happening? Shows over uh, still happen. now at this point. Yeah,
2: everyone will go home yeah. tomorrow, I believe. Th- okay. That is there.
0: You don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Get your asses out of there! Come back right? next year. Yeah. yeah. Now the, pre- the press
1: conferences year. have been over for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. This is just the actual E3 people
2: seeing part games, of the show. Uh, like writing uh, previews and stuff like that.
1: I like that part of the show. Like, Me too. I know the press conferences are where the quote-unquote big news comes from, but I feel like you still get a ton of other games that don't get shown at the press conferences that are still talked about and have trailers and, like, some of those things are really cool and and. I know we're going to talk a lot about the press conferences here, as we should, but I do want to make sure that we talk about some of these games that showed up either before E3, that, like, right before E3 and leaked out a little bit before, or are uh, just, like, stuff that was shown outside of, of the press conferences, because some stuff is legitimately interesting and, and I think it's worth talking sure. about.
0: So. At the Casual Hour, we like to tell you about the games that we've been playing every week. We are going to skip that because there is a shit ton of stuff to get through tonight, gents. And uh, the way that we're going to break this episode down is we're going to give you a recap of each one of the presentations. Uh, I don't think that we are going to talk about the PC showcase because we don't play those.
1: Yeah. We're not talking about PC, and I think Devolver was a short and weird enough show that... 'll we'll probably just count those in the in the non press conference category but okay. I I genuinely enjoyed devolver's show it I was watch it. it was ridiculous and a parody and kind of perfect like they they announced a uh, lootbox coin <laughs> which was just some bullshit and but they it was real you could go I think you probably still can go to lootboxcoin.com and they were selling a physical coin uh, that that you could buy, like a big fake coin. And every five minutes, its price would fluctuate. Like it started at one hundred and thirty-one dollars, and then went down to like one hundred and twenty-six and one hundred and twenty-one, and then way back up again. And it was stupid. That sounds real dumb. <laughs> um, But yeah, like they... It's good, dumb fun. They had good actor people out there acting like it was a press conference, but then they would sneak in real stuff every once in a while and and actually had a couple of cool games. or one cool game and then some other
0: stuff. And we'll get into that later on. We're not going to get ahead of the, the, the horse here or the cart, whatever we have in front of us. We're not getting in front of that. Um... So guys, I figured the best way we can do it is we're going to just bring up the the presenter and then go through the games that we saw, give some hot takes, and then uh, near the end of the episode, I think we have listed our top three from the show, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll we'll go into that. Sound good? Sounds Sounds good to me. So why don't we just go ahead and and, and wipe the shit off our shoe first and talk about EA um, as, you know the 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 breath of fresh air that starts off the oh, show this year.
2: So
1: Do fresh. you think they had a better show this year than they did last year?
0: No, because they didn't show 45 minutes of Battle Battlefront. <laughs>
1: I I would say they had a better show this year because of that
0: reason. No, yeah. It's it's a better <laughs> show. Yeah. it's a better show this year, but I mean, that bars Fucking whoa, they got
1: yeah. real people to to actually talk on the show. They got a professional in Andrea Renee instead of just having influencers. They
2: kind of learned a lesson, uh, except during that Madden
1: segment. That was it's, oh sure, really. Yeah, bad. I mean, there was still there was still garbage. Uh, like, Juju Smith Schuster could not save save us from whatever the dude's name was. Like that dude did not know what the fuck he was talking about.
0: And he shouldn't. So He's a
1: fucking kid. Anyway,
0: <laughs> why don't we start with on EA? Let's talk about what was good about EA's pre- press conference this year. What did you guys enjoy? Sea of Solitude.
2: Sea of Solitude. Like that
0: was okay. that was the coolest moment. They brought out
1: the the woman who was like a creative director, lead writer on that game. Uh, it was a game we hadn't heard about. She went into this really great. Like, first of all, she had this really great moment where she came in and was genuinely overwhelmed by the moment and was was just taken aback and it was really authentic and it just made for a great moment it was very much like when they uh they talked about unravel one and brought out the the person for unravel one he's just there and he's telling this really heartfelt story and she was doing the same thing she was explaining kind of the game but it was more of the themes and and less of just what the game was and it was really affecting for me yeah. And then totally. you see the game and, and the game looks cool. Like it's got a great art style to it. Uh, it sounds like it's gonna be an interesting adventure game, maybe in like the the vein of like a rhyme or like a Popo yo, I heard a lot of people saying.
0: And Yeah. It seems cool. cool. The, the concept of it's really neat, like the basically humans have become monsters and you're trying to become humans again.
1: Yeah, I get yeah. when you when you're lonely that like um, that's where yeah. the dark thoughts make you into a monster.
0: Yeah, some interesting things there for sure. Uh, Johnny, did you have anything to comment uh, on? I was just going to say,
2: it's, it's always nice uh, whenever the people who are up on the stage feel like actual real people mm-hmm. and not totally. just some PR person there to put the spin on whatever it is they're talking about. Or your
1: CEO, yeah. who is absolutely a robot.
0: Yes, I am a robot. I still go back to, to last year with that Ubisoft moment whenever we had... Uh, the developer, one of the designers for Mario and Rabbids, mm-hmm. looking, looking up there at stage and just teary-eyed just for the recognition. That was such a cool moment. They,
1: I, know we're jump- uh, I know it's jumping ahead, but they kind of tried to do fine. that
0: moment again this year, and it just didn't land as,
1: as much. But, no, uh,
0: it wasn't nearly as heartfelt or as genuine I felt. Yeah. Um, so what about, what about the bad? Um, well, for me, I, let me go back. For me, I, I'm still really stoked on, on Anthem. Yeah, but, but do was, you think they actually showed off Anthem in a good way this year? No, no, I think they could have done done some different things with it. And again, like I don't know exactly what I would have wanted from that. Uh, Not ten I'm, minutes I'm pre- of people sitting in chairs talking about it. Right. That was yeah. I, didn't need a, I don't need a Q and A. Like we, when whenever you're talking about like a Game Informer cover story, and you have all these other things happening behind the scenes that. That's where I want that Q&A. That's where I want that panel. Mm-hmm. Like give me the goods. Like I'm coming here to eat popcorn and watch big explosion shit with that. Like I want to see what's going on with it. So I completely agree with you guys. Like I think it was a missed opportunity for them. Uh also, I mean the thing that I'm most excited about, there's nothing shown and that was the new Respawn Star Wars game. Like I like those guys a lot. I think they're smart and I love Star Wars, so I got pretty excited about that. That was a good thing for me for this conference.
1: Yeah, I mean that game's far enough off that they probably just don't really have anything to show. Also, Star Wars kind of has a bad right. taste in its mouth right now <laughs> for a number of reasons. Battlefront Two yeah. obviously is one of them. Solo not not uh, like doing gangbusters at the box office, even right. though I like that movie a lot. Um, it's a great movie, but but yeah, I mean they, they announced the name Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, you we heard that it takes place between three and four. Uh, it's going to show up right now around holiday 2019 until that gets pushed back or gets cancelled completely oh it's not going to get cancelled or it's a PS5 uh, it launch is, title it was super like that was really huh, man I, I don't think Vince Zampella gives a fuck and part of that was kind of cool but also part of that was really awkward and cringeworthy uh, during, yeah. during the show but uh, yeah I thought they did they did okay by that. I am fine with them acknowledging it without really having to show anything. But yeah. So I, I mean Anthem before- looks cool. Like there's they they have they showed off some of the classes and and some of those classes look really cool. I know we already discussed at least Bobby and I did of like, "Oh, what what class are you going to start as?" And I think we're both pretty yeah. enamored by the Colossus class right now yeah, same and, here. and having the big super mech. Uh but but I think all of them showed off pretty well. I think the uh, the one they didn't really show much of was the
0: super speedy looking class. Like kinda like the glass cannon one? Yeah, I forgot I forgot the name yeah. of it, but uh, isn't that the one that comes in like when they well with the footage they did show it's like the the bright green and white one that comes in and saves the Yeah, It's kinda like, like a bug. Somebody's getting ready to get some looks like yes. an insect. Okay. Um,
1: That's the one. Um, was was that actually in a trailer? I just yeah. remember showing the classes
2: off. First for a brief okay. second. Uh like yeah. my my faith is just too shaken in Bioware man. Like I, I can't say that this is a guaranteed thing I will pick up on day one. I'll uh, Like, I mean, if the I reviews are good. are good, like, if the people I trust uh, in the industry, you know, say good things about it, I may pick it up the day it comes out, but, right now, it's it's a wait and see. Like, that's just where Bioware has fallen for me.
1: Yeah. I, I'm i not super excited about it. I feel like I'm gonna pick it up day one just because it's gonna be a thing, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not frothing for it right now. Right. There's,
2: it has some cool things in it, uh, but I want another great Bioware game. Like I would like nothing more.
0: Yeah, this is like This is a definite stretch for that studio, I think. This is some some uh, new territory, and I think there's some new concepts going on with that. This game was a very big spectacle I felt last year, and the mystery and the excitement continued this year for me around it. Uh, everything that I've seen so far. There seems to be quite a big um feeling of of excitement, and again, the game has a good feel as far as control goes like they they all say if you want to ever experience what being Iron Man is, like this is the game that that you should check out. uh so before we hop into the things that we we didn't like, um, let me just go through this list of games here that way we have some context before we we dive into the the shit. So they, they showed uh, the Battlefield Five multiplayer trailer. Uh, we had FIFA nineteen. Yeah, they did announce uh, cloud streaming and an Origin uh, access premiere. They didn't it really that, like,
1: explain what the premiere part did. They explained the price though. Yeah, that was
0: yeah, that was weird. What like one hundred and twenty a year? Right? I don't even remember. Um, they they announced or reannounced uh battlefront 2 solo content but then they did announce they're bringing the clone war seasons in which is exciting you can play as grievous um enough said there they have the respawn star wars game announced as chase said it's called jedi fallen order and that takes place between episodes three and four unravel two was announced and released released. same day right
2: you can play that game right now
0: um See a Solitude, as we talked about, NBA Live 2019, Madden 2019. I keep trying with these NBA games. <laughs> command and Conquer Rivals for mobile, and then they did a little bit of Anthem gameplay, but mostly a Q&A and a release date.
2: Man, I got kind of excited when I heard the words Command and Conquer, and then... No. They pulled out phone.
1: Because they hit they hid the words command and conquer until the end of that thing. You kept seeing this yeah. mobile game, this esports ass mobile game that they were trying to to show you this whole time. And then they said, Oh, by the way, it's Command and
0: Conquer. And I'm like, mm, Is it? <laughs> that was no. That was the worst part of their presentation. That was the shittiest part of the, the presentation. It wasn't great. It went on way too long. Um you know, I don't know if mobile's the right home for Command and Conquer. am sure it is. Uh, like
1: that, that, that game's gonna make money for sure. I, but yeah. I mean, they they made a Clash of Clans with Command and Conquer. Uh, ex- cool. Excuse me, but clash also big fucking deal. Oh, I said Clash of Clans. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> S- same shit, different mobile game. Uh, yeah. Like that that game's gonna
0: make them money, but God, I could not care less about that. Yep. Yeah. So. High point for you guys was "Sea of Solitude." Anthem for me. Mm-hmm. Whenever we talk about the low point, are we all in agreement that the command and, Com- command and conquer segment was was the weak point for them? I, I
1: guess, like as much as like the rest of it was just kind of blah for me. Uh, sure. Like, oh, Battlefield Five has a battle royale mode. Sure. I honestly that yeah, makes you, way more sense are, than the
0: Call of Duty one, but yeah, yeah, now, Johnny. Before we move on, you're a battlefield. I, yeah, fan. Are, are are you excited at all about this battlefield?
2: No, more excited than I was for Battlefield One. <laughs> um, okay.
1: Also, Johnny, you're a FIFA fan. Yeah. Do you care about the UEFA Champions League being added to FIFA? No. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, all, all I ever play in FIFA is the online seasons, not not the Ultimate Team stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Just going in and picking a, a set team and playing online.
1: Well, yeah, but the UEFA Champions League is like an actual league of of, the, of other teams, right. right?
2: But I'm assuming okay. that that's all single player stuff.
1: I would so, have to imagine yeah. you can play with those teams online too. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't know. Anything I did about not play personally. Are care. you going to
0: play this FIFA, Johnny? Hmm. Are you going to play this, this FIFA, FIFA 2019?
2: Yeah, I'm sure I will. I...
0: Are you going to play it on your Switch or your Xbox uh, or your Xbox. PlayStation? Yeah. Uh, so we all kind of tiptoed around it, but I think it's safe to say that E3, even though not great, better than last year. EA's? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. EA was fine. Like, yeah, uh, when we didn't really know that Battlefront 2 was a garbage fire, like there was something kind of alright about, hey, here's more stuff about Battlefront um, 2. That, that was okay last year, but we, yeah, with all the influencer stuff, the Need for Speed stuff, they didn't show off any racing games here. I, we didn't, didn't expect to see Need for Speed, but I think a lot of people had their fingers crossed for Burnout, and we didn't see that. But, yeah, yeah. maybe it's not the worst mm-hmm. thing for them to take another year off and, and wait for something to actually be good.
0: Yeah, please. Was there anything missing From this presentation, as far as a game that you thought would be there, that should have been
2: Uh, for me, no. I, I mean, with BioWare's focus being on Anthem, you know, I I would imagine like the next Dragon Age game would probably get announced next year, or maybe like Gamescom or something like that. Um, Sure. But I mean, these are all the things I expected from EA's catalog. They just they don't put out a ton of games anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I think the sports games will continue to do well for them. Uh, again, Anthem could be a big yeah, hit. I mean, Who knows?
2: Madden's a known quantity. FIFA's a known quantity. Those things print money. So. They didn't
1: show off any of the story right. stuff this time, though, for either of those games. Yeah, that like was the a long shot and the Can, Well, they did say something about Alex Hunter, I think, so... So that's going to show back up again in, in FIFA but yeah nothing about long shot too finish the fight like that. I, I I thought people kind of kind of liked that like maybe the hardcore Madden people didn't like that but casual people seem to enjoy anyway let's move on from EA that's
0: that's we've talked too yeah, much about that totally um, does anybody want to take the lead on this to oh on?
1: i would love to take the lead Take the lead. Sure. Next, we had Microsoft. This was Saturday, correct?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Saturday morning. Yeah,
1: Saturday. So uh, let's go down the full list of games here. Um, I won't go over the full, like, montage list. We can talk about their their montage later, but uh, they've got a lot of stuff here. 50 games, guys. 18 exclusives. 15 world premieres. World premiere. Yeah. Um, Hey, good for them. But... uh, this, this was There was a lot of stuff here, so let's go through it. Uh, we had uh, an announcement for Halo Infinite. We saw another trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, we got a world premiere for Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That's the From game. Uh, Fallout 76, Todd Howard came out and showed a little bit more, but not too much. We saw Captain Spirit from Don't Nod. Uh, Crackdown 3, we got a very Terry Crews trailer. Near Automata is getting a uh, like a Become as Gods, I think is what it was called. Uh, Xbox was like the Game of the Year Yeah, it. Xbox Marvelous. One X enhanced and has all the DLC stuff in it. Um, another trailer for Metro Exodus. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Three is coming to Xbox for the first time, and now we'll wow. got to see that. Was this the first time we saw this trailer that we would end up seeing like three uh-huh. times during the whole show? Yeah. Um, Sea of Thieves had two DLC packs announced. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 was announced and uh, shown that it was in Britain. Uh, We Happy Few got another trailer, and it looks like that game is way different from before. Uh, We got some announcement of PUBG stuff, including a winter map that's going to show up this winter. Tales of Asperia Definitive Edition was a new announcement, I believe. Uh, Division 2, we saw more of. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Session, which is a skateboarding game that is not Skate 4, and I was very sad. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Still excited, but still excited about Session, but sad it wasn't Skate 4. Black Desert, or Black Desert Online, the MMO thing. Devil May Cry 5 was announced. Cuphead DLC with a new character. Tunic, which is kind of like a Zelda game that has the fox in it. Jump Force, which is... Anime all over. Dying Light 2. We got a super short trailer for... our teaser for Battletoads. Just Cause 4. Uh, we got three Gears games, guys. Being led by Gears Pops, which is a Funko-ass mobile game featuring the Gears. Uh, Gears Tactics and Gears 5. Not Gears of War 5, but just Gears 5. And then we ended with a super uh, hacky cyberpunk 2077 uh fuck yeah reveal (laughs) announcement thing and then yeah there was that big montage that had a bunch of games in it as well so yeah this was a lot of stuff yeah i I think i think we could all agree this was probably the press conference of the show
2: yeah they brought the goods yeah
0: they also one thing we didn't mention was the the initiative
1: right oh yeah all their all their acquisitions and new studio stuff so yeah, yeah they they made a new studio called the initiative they acquired Ninja Theory. They acquired Playground Games. They acquired, uh, I think it's Compulsion Games is the one who makes We Happy Few. And then they also acquired yes. the State of Decay developer whose name I do Undead. not know. Yeah, Undead. Yeah. Undead Studios Undead. or something yeah. like that. Undead Playground. No, not Playground. Undead, Undead Playground. something, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff here. Uh,
0: yeah, this was, it was a spectacle.
1: Who, who wants to start? i What do we got here? What 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 stood out?
2: Uh, well, as you guys know, uh, the announcement of a new Halo game really made my heart go all flutter.
1: Um, yeah, not Halo Six no, though.
2: But th- they did confirm it. We'll be continuing the story from Halo Five. But I'm assuming just because they got so much backlash from,
1: is that how they said it? I know they said, like, this is, it has Master Chief I think, yeah,
2: in it. yeah, they but said I it's, it's well, immediately was after the events yeah, I, of 5.
0: Okay. I didn't play 5, so are you not Master Chief sp- in 5? You are.
2: Well, it's, it, it's kind of like in Halo 2 when you split the time between the Arbiter and Chief, except the character you're splitting the time with isn't as interesting as the Arbiter. Um,
1: oh, well, you didn't watch the, the web show. Right. Sorry, I did watch the web yeah, show. Spielberg's and
2: gonna bring clarity. that out any day now. Um, anyway, like it, it makes me happy because the silhouette of Chief, he has his old Mjolnir armor on. Um, I I don't know. I'm excited. I, hopefully,
1: yeah. I mean, the, the trailer shows them on a Halo. It looks like it looks like the original Halo from from. It looks like it looks like Combat Evolved. Yeah, right. totally. Like it looks, it looks like that first Halo. Uh, area that you went to and yeah it looks like he's wearing the old armor which makes me feel like it's not it's not after five i, I don't know it, it makes me feel like this is a completely separate thing that might be like not necessarily multiplayer focused i'm sure there's a single player component to it but it felt like almost like an alternate history kind of thing to me mm-hmm. uh, but i mean that could be we we'll just
2: have to wait and see
1: chase yeah, that could be whatever. Yeah, it was weird. They they show that trailer and then Phil Spencer comes out and starts talking and I'm like, Okay, well tell me more about the game and they just immediately move on yeah. to another thing. And it's like that's well, um, what what you
2: what's that? Uh, I don't remember if it was Frank O'Connor, was someone from three four three said that you know it's it's gonna be a long time before this game comes out.
0: Sure,
1: I would
2: imagine.
0: Well, they get the whole new engine mm-hmm. with it the too, slipstream. right? The slip space in slip space. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's the Halo equivalent of hyperspace or
0: going warp or whatever right. the hell.
1: I read um, some Halo novels. Yeah.
0: Me too. <laughs> I think like the overall impression of the presentation for me was you had uh you had Microsoft being a bit more confident, you had Microsoft being a bit more in tune with I think what, what their fan base has been asking for. And it really kind of reminded me in ways of uh Sony two years ago whenever they were going through, and they just walked out red red curtain pulled back we're just going to show you game after game after game. The one thing about that presentation from Sony was that I felt it was a little lacking as far as like interaction with fans or at least talking to the fans and I think Phil Spencer is a very genuine guy, I think he did a great job of of setting up not only. The, the present of like, hey, here's where we're currently at. But I think he was really a futurist and also very complimentary of the people that shared the stage with him that day. Like there was just a very level, a very good level of appreciation from him to the people up there in the crowd that was in front of him. And again, like I think just an overall uh, look, I, like I said earlier, it was a spectacle to watch. Like the, the stage was really well done. Um, there was some cringe that was there, but I don't think it was anything induced by Microsoft. And I think they did a good job of representing where they wanna be, not necessarily um, in this race currently but maybe at the end of the next one. And and I was really impressed with it.
1: Yeah, I've been been harsh on Microsoft. I've been very outspoken about how I do not like the Xbox One platform. I don't like the UI stuff. I'm not really that big of a fan of the controller for, for this generation, but I can very much appreciate the, the way they've been doing press conferences the last couple of years. I think they've really found their rhythm and are making the most yeah. of it. They they know how to present enough stuff. Uh, I think they they've learned kind of what works and what doesn't. And they're really focusing on what does work. Just, they showed a ton of games. They had some good representation from different people in the company. Uh, uh, was it Ashley Spiker? I forgot her first name, but it was definitely Spiker. Uh, who was like? That came out for Game Pass. The, yeah, she's like the director of engineering, and she talked about Game Pass, and she talked about some some other game Quick stuff that's coming. Or fast start. Uh, fast start. Yeah, which I don't, I still don't know what the hell that is, even though she explained it. It, it uses machine can, learning. Is it going to like da- start downloading yeah, stuff so, before?
2: Uh, you know okay. the the promise that we were given. Hey, you can start playing this game before it's done installing. Um, mm-hmm. So rather than making the developers do the work of figuring out, you know, what blocks need to load first, the system will learn, and that will actually allow you to get in and start playing the game before it's finished installing.
0: What if your internet is still bad? Well... <laughs> I So, guys, I'll say it. Like, I, I think over the last few months, I've really come to the realization that Game Pass might be one of the most exciting things happening uh, in gaming right now for for this current generation, as far as uh, software enhancements go to the hardware that we have. I know that there's a lot there and it's kind of that Netflix mentality, like I have so much to watch, I don't know what to watch. And there's, a, there's some things on it that are, are garbage and filler, but overall, like the promise of having same day delivery of uh, Microsoft Studio t- uh, titles, I think they've continued to show that they're serious about their third party support for that platform. And even on that day, they dropped Elder Scrolls Online in its uh, current version without right. any of the expansions. You have Fallout 4, and you had uh, The Division mm-hmm. all brought to it. Now, these are older games, but still, still big, big games, games. That, big titles that still carry a hefty price tag, uh, except for The Division. and they're making, I
1: think a, they're making a compelling case for that thing, like talking about totally. the games that are going to come forward uh, that, that will be day and date with that. Uh, they talked about Ashen, they talked about, uh, like, I think Forza Horizon 4 was another one yeah, that was named. that. Mm-hmm. Like, lot, lots of those games that, that make total sense. And if it wasn't on Xbox, I think I would be much more excited about, about this service.
0: I think that, that between the initiative and some of the enhancements to Game Pass, like, that for me was enough for them to have a slam dunk at this presentation like everything that we've talked about on this show, everything that we've talked about on group messaging or in person or hanging out besides the aversion you have to just the the UI and the controller and, and stuff like that chase like the one thing that we keep talking about is is that Microsoft needs games. They need games. And I think that they understand that they need games and the initiative to me is a really great step in that direction to say that we're looking to create some in-house talent to make some really really cool uh experiences for our fans uh on this platform and to really show that we're still swinging in this fight even though it might seem like sony is continually pushing these incredible stories around so I, I i'm excited with that sure
1: i mean it did lose a little bit of its luster when like oh we've acquired playground games Like, oh you mean the people who've been making exclusives for you for years sure right. <laughs> like con- congratulations sure. i guess but uh, and then, like, the State of Decay, like, that's also Xbox only, right?
2: Right. I mean, but there's yeah. also, you know, the fact that now that they are Microsoft, a part of the company, they'll get more money for development. Absolutely. For their team, yeah. you know, they can start taking more risks. Uh,
0: they could be included on that first day availability yeah, on the Yeah, so Pass I, I think,
2: too, sure, overall, like, this is a good get for, for them to...
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. For, like, the health of Microsoft Game Studios as a, as a thing, as a whole production, absolutely. Like, getting, and especially like, Ninja Theory. That's a great get for them.
0: Like, Ninja Theory yeah. makes some cool... And there was a cool video games. that they shared, Ninja Theory. That, I don't know if you guys watched that or not, talking about why they joined. Mm, I didn't, but... Yeah, you should just check it out. We'll take a look at that.
1: Any other games uh, that got us excited? Like, I... Man, uh, it's really hard to get excited about Crackdown 3. <laughs> I liked that trailer, but... I've never but played a Crackdown game, so... One, one, first one, one good. is good, two is bad. Terry Crews like,
2: gets me pumped big. up, so...
1: There, yeah, he was super excited. Uh, he said, quack, quack, Mother Ducker, and shot, like, a rocket launcher <laughs> that had a bunch of rubber ducks. I could...
2: I'm excited for Forza Horizon 4. <sighs> yeah, I, think, I am too. Man. And,
0: like, both of these games, again, like, for me, like, I have Game Pass lined up, so I know that I'll be playing them
2: Obviously yeah, so uh the new From that. Soft game. I'm really looking forward to that.
1: I was honestly was... super surprised by Sekiro. Same. that Same. it looked I, I think the extra mobility that they're adding into that game, the fact that they've come out later and said that this is a single player game, that there's not gonna be any of that online, nobody's gonna be invading your your game and, and breaking your armor well, or whatever they're, the fuck. They're saying it's you, not just, a Souls you just game stay
2: too. undead, Chase. Don't <laughs> and you have to wait. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But, um, I, but like the Souls stuff in there, like it looks like it still has some of the Souls uh formula to it. Like right. the the combat looks pretty deliberate, but there there seems to be more movement to it, more mobility that I'm I'm way more interested in this game
0: than I am any of the previous Souls games. Yeah. For sure. I'm very curious and I think that there could be some interesting leveling up or enhancements to your arm in that game or your grapple or just some neat video game-ass video game things for that, too. So that was a game that, like, on paper, I probably wouldn't have given much thought to, but the way it was presented made it pretty compelling.
1: Well, it's also exciting that this was the first feudal Japan-era game that was shown. (laughs) It was diminishing returns for the next three that I saw later. Um, And, I,
0: you know, there was a rumor that that was what the the next area for assassin's creed was going to be as well was feudal japan i wonder if yeah uh, i don't know who knows um yeah other games that i was excited about like obviously for i I can't even begin to discuss my excitement for cyberpunk 2077 yeah like that 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 game i know why you can't describe it because they didn't really show you anything (laughs) Hey, they showed more than they did with Sable. There's more on that game. Than no, no, game no. Than no.
1: Bullshit. Sable, yeah. Bullshit. They showed a longer trailer. They showed nothing I gameplay. I
0: if you go online right now, you can find out more details, more hot takes, and yeah. more experiences so, generated from that game. Than
1: one, there. we haven't even mentioned to anybody what Sable is. Two, Sable actually got some gameplay out of its trailer. Right. Cyberpunk did absolutely not. So, you see,
2: the reason I didn't bring Cyberpunk up in this conversation is because my ex- like, I thought the trailer looked cool when I saw it but my excitement came from hearing people in the industry once they saw the gameplay demo talk about it. That's, that's when I got excited. Like Cy-
1: Cyberpunk had a very, very cool trailer yeah. but it told you nothing.
2: I mean oh, that's, it tells that's you a lot that's about what, what that game is going to be.
1: It tells you the setting and it tells you that you'll have a jacket that lights up, which apparently is not even going to be very helpful because that game is first person. I won't I won't even get to see the cool light up jacket that I'm wearing. Uh, all the
2: because cutscenes are in third person. Third person. And you can drive in third person, so you'll you'll get to
0: see your your dude. I, Chase, you're not going to say anything that is going to weigh me down off of my excitement. No, Let's totally.
1: It is. I, you should be excited. They showed they showed a cool thing. They just didn't show a game. They showed a trailer. Right,
2: and I mean, you don't have the same fondness, obviously, for The Witcher Three that Bobby and I do. You are damn right about um, that. <laughs> but that is one of my favorite games ever. So, of course, I'm really excited to see what they put out next. So.
1: I can't wait for yeah, the bad I, inventory I, I they're going to put into Cyberpunk 2077.
2: I can't wait to navigate that bad inventory chase. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> can't wait to get on some cyber horse and have it not correctly. His name will also correctly.
0: be correctly
2: <laughs> um,
0: So one, this is the first time that we also got to look at the Division 2 gameplay. And this is a game that I've been pretty curious about. Um, I've talked before on here about playing uh, the Division the first one, and kind of bouncing off of it after a period of time and just realizing that I want to put that time into Destiny. But The Division 2 seems to be bringing a new setting and some fresh takes to it. Uh, I like some of the combat enhancements that they've shown. Some of the uh, the Seeker Mines and the Foam and all that stuff was really cool. This was the hardest part of the show to watch, though, because, man, Ubisoft. Oh,
1: man, it's so good. It's so good, oh. bad. I love it. I've, I've totally turned the corner. Like, now, like, I was able to miss it for last year, and now it's back. That shit, shit, Ubisoft, fake-ass gamer talk.
0: Oh, it's so good! Like, it was just this weird hybrid of, like, like, especially at the beginning when there's, like, some noise in the distance. They're like, oh, did you hear it? Yeah, it's closer this time. Like, who the fuck talks that way when they're playing? Gamers. Like, that's who. That's who. Oh, I Bobby, I would
1: actually like to record sometime just us playing Destiny and see how we actually talk about the game cuz I I feel like maybe we talk a little closer to them than you think we do. Like especially when it comes to like pulling off supers and and talking about strategy stuff. I I feel like there's. It's actually a little more authentic than we give it credit for. It's still total bullshit, but it's a little more authentic than we give it credit
0: for. I don't know if I want. I, <laughs> maybe we. Maybe yeah, we do are you that. Maybe to we face just yourself, have. A, Bobby. Oh man. No, I just. I, I really don't want to be one of those people. I hope I'm not one of those people. You're not. I, <laughs> I mean, I
1: it's just. It's the way we play games. Yeah, I'm it's, gonna pop it's my how, super it's here, how it works.
2: Uh in just a second. As soon as these. uh... These grunts are aggroed. I'm at 70 Totally. Like,
1: I, I promise you, I have said multiple times in Destiny 2, oh, man, sorry, that was a bad arrow. Like, that that happens all the time, because I won in bad yeah, with the arrow with the hunter.
0: <laughs> it's just, like, that part at the end, too, where they're, they're like, one, two, three, go, 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 go. Yeah, like, sure. You-
1: That's total bullshit. But, like, the, it was hilarious, but the part where they the person is at level 29 and everyone else is at 30... Like, hey, we got to get you leveled up. Yeah, sorry, I was busy. It's like you're level twenty nine. You're not that far yeah. off. <laughs> it's
0: so that you can probably so beat one boss
1: and be there. Well. Oh, I loved break. it. I loved it so much. Uh, but it looks good. Yeah, it's set in DC instead of in New York. Uh, it looks like the the classes are are pretty spread out with the things you can do.
0: Uh, Summer setting, which is cool. It's not what winter again. You're
1: taking six months after. You're taking a lot of cover. Uh, which, yep. You know, I don't know. Uh and enemies seem to go down a little more quickly. I mean there was the big juggernaut enemy thing at the end, but other than that, like enemies seem to be going down relatively quickly, which is something that I don't remember seeing from the first no, game. I, and that was I've one of the things that made me really weary about yeah. it. Like I are weary about it. Like I didn't want to I didn't like it didn't feel right. Like this should be Like a Call of Duty almost realism to to you take some shots and you go down. Shouldn't take
2: a full clip for me to knock this person down who's wearing sweatpants.
1: Right. Like when it's like a stupid alien thing in Destiny, sure, it takes whatever bullets it takes. But when it's human beings, you kind of know how many bullets it takes to take down a human being, sadly,
0: in this this world that we live in. Well, you don't know what that that disease does to people, guys. (laughs) Come on. Uh, no, the, the first one had an amazing menu system. It's one of my favorite in-game menu systems to date. Uh, I like the, the feel of that game a lot, so I'm excited to, to check this out. I, I think... Oh, you mean it's not The Witcher 3? What's that? The best menu system uh, is not w- The Witcher 3. Well, I 3? mean, like, I didn't want to make you feel bad because you didn't play that game when I talk about menu systems and what you're missing out on and then <laughs> having to turn on a, a different menu.
1: Chase, you're really missing today. out on these great menus. <laughs>
0: I can't tell you how many times I tried to pick up a fucking book and I ended up t- putting out a candle. Oh, man. We are uh, we
1: are absolutely doing menu of the year for
0: our, for uh, our own game yes. reports. Count it. Come back to it. God. Uh, so highlight for me, Cyberpunk, Johnny. Sounds like it wasn't for you either. Or it was for you. Cyberpunk. If I'm going
2: off of my initial. Like. Mm,
0: um, what was the high point for you from this list?
2: I got really excited about Halo, even though they didn't yeah. show much for it. Right, uh, it's like I, you didn't even no. know it was a
1: Halo game for the longest time.
2: I, I knew.
0: No way, I knew.
2: Like they, there was not. Oh, you were full. of
0: you, you probably thought that of Horizon Three was uh, Halo Two. Um, Chase. Now I know. I don't know what that. I, I kind of spoiled spoiled something for you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I was comparing. The the games that we we both care about, yeah. but there was there was a, a montage. Yeah, the for, the
1: ID for... at Xbox montage of stuff that they had. They like, they had a bunch of games in there, including Below. We got our yearly check in of Below. Hi, hi, Below. Still not out yet. Cool. All right, we'll see you next year. Golf Club Twenty Nineteen featuring PGA. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, there the were two things that I was super. Well, I guess three things that I was super excited about uh, from from this one of them was Wargroove they showed they showed just the tiniest bit of Wargroove that uh, I I can't wait for that game to come out especially cuz it seems like it's going to come out before Fire Emblem does uh which is good it needs to and I want that game so it still looks great uh they showed it That's
0: on the Switch too, right? Uh
1: yes, it's supposed to be everywhere, but they still sure. haven't really given hard dates on anything. Uh they showed Dead Cells is is also coming to Xbox. I'm more excited about that on their pl- I don't know, other platforms, but I, I am very excited about Dead Cells. But the one that was the most exciting to me, uh, it, it was very much a Cuphead-style moment where, hey, it's just in this montage, but you see the art style, you see what this game looks like, and you go, whoa, what is that? You only showed it for like five seconds, but that is fucking cool. And that was Sable. And it kind of looks like Journey meets Shadow of the Colossus a little bit. It's got this really comic book style flat art with these hard outlines it looked really really cool apparently it was also shown at the pc gamer show and they got a a longer trailer there and it's coming to pc and unspecified consoles but it was shown at xbox so obviously it's coming to xbox at some point and that's a 2019 game but yeah sable
0: definitely look up the trailer for that uh, if you can because that game really cool. looks fucking rad yeah, and the art style for that, like, just at first glance, like, I would say that's a very strong contender for style totally. already. Like, that thing looks awesome. Yeah, 2019
1: can't come soon enough for a multitude of reasons, but uh, that, that's one of them. Uh, there were a couple other games that I was excited about. Like, uh, we, we talked about the disappointment of No Skate 4, but Session did look pretty good. It like, pretty there cool. was, yeah, it, it had a, a nice. Nice look to it. It it felt like skate when I was watching this this teaser trailer of it, and that's a good sign. It's a it's a new team making a new skateboarding game uh, that's not Tony Hawk at this point. Because man, they have really dropped the ball on on the last couple Tony Hawk games. Um, and then I was also honestly pretty excited by Devil May Cry Five. They, yeah, they really showed cool. uh, Nero's back, which whatever. But uh, it. It kind of looks like it's bringing some of that attitude from the DMC era, but now it's bringing it back to the "quote unquote" roots of Devil May Cry. So maybe all the <clears> fanboys <throat> will get off their fucking high horses about shit. Um, but yeah, it looks it looked like super stylish action combat, and I was I was pretty interested in that. So that was that's was cool.
0: Wasn't there somebody? So I, I've never played these games, guys. Mm-hmm, like that's just no, not something I. that I've ever had. I played but a tiny at the bit end of, of, of that
1: trailer there was something on a motorcycle that's dante that That is that is the real main character of Devil may cry but uh he was the he was the main guy for one two and three and then nero who i don't know if that's his little brother or what it is but nero was the star of four and it sounds like the star of five and then dante was also it was like a different dante but that was what dmc was that was Kind of okay.
2: an alternate
0: history thing. Yeah. I mean, the game, the game looked cool. Like, uh, graphically speaking, uh, the, the woman that was in that trailer as well, like the animations and everything yeah. and the, the facial cap. I mean, it looked really, really good. Voice-wise,
2: mm, little,
1: a little not great. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, what was that girl from uh, Final Fantasy fifteen that was working oh, on your car? Cindy. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just let let her and Cindy go do whatever like that. That's yeah, yeah, nothing. Uh,
1: I was excited by Cuphead DLC. That looks cool. There's yeah. a new character that's uh, Ms. Chalice, and uh, we'll we'll see how she plays and what you're actually fighting. But man, Cuphead's Cuphead's so cool. It's great to see them doing more of that. And then uh, yeah, I, I know we've seen it before, but Tunic looks really nice and it yeah, for looks sure, very much I, like an isometric Zelda game and.
0: And that's, that's not
1: necessarily bad. That's, that's pretty cool.
0: I know it's kind of old news to us, and you know, all three of us are spoiled because we have multiple platforms to play games on, but for people who maybe just have an Xbox, I think it's cool that Nier's coming. Mm-hmm. Like I never finished that game, but that's a really neat game that I think this audience deserves a chance to play too. So that's cool that they're doing, doing what they're doing there. Absolutely
1: agree. And then they didn't show much. They showed just a very, very tiny bit of some gameplay, but that Gears Tactics game, looks really good i if you had told me something like hey what if you made a tactics game out of gears i would have gone yeah that sounds kind of bad but showing it it makes a lot of sense with the cover-based combat yeah. uh the different weapons that you can use it felt uh it looks kind of x y in a really good yep. way i i'm kind of interested in that it seems like it's it's relatively far off uh but the the tiny bit they showed i was more
0: interested in that than i was gears 5
1: yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I mean those are those are my kind of games. So I'm I'm automatically excited about a Gears Tactics game, but that uh that showed off
0: pretty well. So, what was the low point for you guys for the, the Microsoft presentation? Was there one? Did you have mm. one? I mean, there was stuff that
1: I didn't care about. Like I don't care about new PUBG stuff. Uh, some people do. Um phew i battletoads god fucking battletoads man i thought we happy few looked cool gears funko pops is stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we happy few is still interesting it sounds like they're taking it more in that bioshock direction that people actually yeah. want and not in their weird survival game that people did not yeah, seem to enjoy so. man. <laughs> uh and tales of asperia was also a, a kind of weird cool announcement that that that's a game that's an rpg that we just have not gotten over in in the west ever and in fact i think a lot of people thought we would just never see it and for it to show up on xbox of all places i think it's coming to other places but but xbox to be able to
0: show off
2: jrpg well,
0: yep. J- jump force with Japanese
1: ass. Well, yes, by totally by design. Yeah, you know, when you show not first you when they showed that trailer, you first you see some Naruto stuff, and I still kind of like Naruto, so I was like, ooh, I'm excited. And then they show One Piece shit, and I'm like, ah, fuck One Piece. And then you see Goku, and I'm like, okay, I'm back in, I'm, <laughs> I'm back on board. Uh, I is it is that a battle royale game? No, it it sounds. From the bit I've heard of some people who've played it, the trailer doesn't really show you a whole lot, but I think it's like a three-on-three battle arena game kind of thing. Um, Okay. There's some other games that are kind of in this genre. I think maybe there's like a Gundam one. It's like Gundam Versus, uh, and there's some other kind of Versus games that that do this kind of arena combat stuff. So I, I would imagine that's what happens. Uh, at the end of that trailer, they also showed. I think it's Death Note. I don't. I I don't really know all that much about anime, <laughs> but um, okay. it, it looks like it's bringing together all these Shonen Jump anime worlds uh, to do some some weird crossover stuff. and I don't know. Uh, might be okay.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like we were all pretty pleased with Microsoft yes,
2: overall. Yes. They had something nice. for everybody.
1: Uh, absolutely. They, they yep. did a really good job with their show. And now let's talk about
0: the show that I care the least about. Well, I'll take over here then. Thank God. Um, so go to we're, we're back down to, to Bethesda. Uh, they were Saturday night. Uh, they did not take us to Bethesda land this year, which I was very grateful for. Oh, they
1: had us rage.
0: And they they we had us rage. They had a very... Odd opening with Andrew W.K., I thought that that was just strange.
1: It wasn't so much that it was weird that Andrew W.K. was there. He Sure, he, he makes sense with Rage 2, with what you're trying to do. But when Pete Hines came out and talked about Rage 2, and, all right, we're going to show it to you, and then Andrew W.K. comes out and
0: plays a full song. Like,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you yeah. were going to show us Rage. Yeah.
0: start with Andrew W.K., then bring Pete out. Yeah.
2: Or have Andrew sure. W.K. Yeah. Forming while you're showing footage of rage yeah, sure that makes sure too. that
0: works too it just
1: yeah it was it was weird for them to say here's rage 2 and then it you had to wait there's a man in a white t-shirt and, jeans. and man they kept cutting so, to the most bored people in the audience the oh. whole time it was it was kind of great because i really just
0: don't like Thusta these days so I'm going to go down the list here, guys, and then we can start to dissect it sure. a little bit. Uh, as you as we've talked about, they opened up with NGWK and Rage 2. We then got uh, Elder Scrolls Legends coming to consoles, uh, which is the card game that they have. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online, Wolf Hunter, and Merkmire DLCs. Uh, I don't know if that was for this year or not, but they they continue to support. I that. I think
1: they both are. Yeah. yeah, the Wolf Hunter one's like a more like a dungeon thing, and the Merkmire one's a story one. I think those are both
0: coming out okay. this year. Uh, we got a sequel to Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, Doom Two was the name they should have went with, but Doom Eternal will do. Uh, Quake Champions, the sportiest Prey,
1: esports man.
0: Esport ass mm-hmm. esports. Uh, Prey got some some love. They're adding in a Mooncrash Crash uh, expansion or DLC to that, which I think is a free upgrade. Mm-hmm. And that also had some uh, some neat multiplayer stuff they brought in with it. Yeah, the love Typhon for- Hunter which is like a one-on-five one yeah. on thing where it's one
1: person versus five mimics, that kind of asymmetric yeah. multiplayer stuff. That sounded really cool.
0: Anyway, continue. Yeah, I thought that was really neat sounding. Um, we got a uh, continuation of Wolfenstein. So this is called Young Blood. It is a co-op set in the 80s where you play as the daughters of the protagonist B.J. the Blaskwitz, previous please. Yeah,
1: not the Sorry.
0: protagonist. It's BJ Blazkowicz my apologies i'll never make that mistake again See that you don't uh of course they wanted su- <laughs> this they, they want to support virtual reality uh both prey and wolfenstein are getting some support there i think that those are like uh, separate
1: Pre- things like they're it's not prey yes. and wolfenstein in vr like it is like fallout yeah, 4 but it's more VR like the Doom vfr edition
0: yeah yeah correct uh we got a lot of the new fallout 76 and they are bringing Fallout Shelter. Well, it's out now, but to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. They're also bringing out a free-to-play mobile game for. Uh, call, I'm sorry, called Elder Scrolls Blades. You can pre-order that now. It comes out in the fall. But you can it's a free pre-order, game order to pre-order it on the Android. Such a weird. What's that? I think you can only pre-order it on Android. I don't think
2: you can
1: pre-order you can it on iOS yet.
2: Do it on the App Store. What? You- how okay. pre-ordering can- works on the App Store is. You say, hey, notify me when this thing is out. And then the day it comes out, you get a notification.
1: I think I did that with uh, Alto's Odyssey, yeah, I think.
2: I did it with Mario I I Run. Well, um,
0: they made you pay for it, though, for Alto. Like, you had to actually buy it, and then it downloaded. That's fine. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, they announced their, the game they've been working on for 20 years, Starfield. Uh, that is a science fiction-esque game that they didn't show a whole lot with, but definitely an announcement and more to come. And they closed their showdown with uh, an announcement for a game that nobody really cares about besides Johnny. I'm kidding, big time. Uh, they announced a new, a proper right. Elder Scrolls yeah, game. Yeah, they showed that. 6. They threw that
2: JPEG up on the screen and yeah. slapped the Elder <laughs> Scrolls font on yeah. top of it.
1: That's going to be a game on some new consoles. That's, We're definitely going to on, on what we
2: got. I'm going to say I'll be halfway to 40 by the time that game comes out. <laughs> for those of you listening, I turn yeah, thirty next I, week.
0: <laughs> I I think it's well, let's just let's just start there. Um, yeah, I get it. Like everybody has wanted to hear that for a yeah, while. I mean, they just needed uh, to
2: assuade people's fears that since ESO that is doing so well for them, you know, they needed to get out and say, "Hey, we're still we still care about this franchise." Um, like I just. It feels, I don't know. Like I feel like they were in an impossible situation with that.
1: It was, it was honestly the best moment of E3 for me, and it had nothing to do with Bethesda because you know, I'm still kind of in a fuck Bethesda mode. But uh, to explain <laughs> to the listeners, Johnny, Johnny was busy, so he had he was like, "Hey guys, leave me off your chats. Uh, I, I need to do stuff. I'll watch it later. Hope there's new Elder Scrolls." <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, so Bobby and I are just chatting back and forth, and we see, we've see we've we seen Fallout they had, 76. They had announced Elder Scrolls Legends. Right. We, we for... saw, well, they'd already announced Legends, but just talking about it for consoles. They showed more stuff about ESO. They showed uh, the Fallout 76 stuff, which is all multiplayer stuff. I'm sure we'll get into that more. Uh, they showed more Fallout Shelter. They had just showed Elder Scrolls Blades at this point. And it's like, wow, this is... This is a lot of not proper Elder Scrolls or Fallout, and Bobby just sends me this text of, you know, I don't think they'll ever do another proper single-player <laughs> Fallout or, or Elder Scrolls. And literally five seconds after he sends that text message, Elder Scrolls 6! <laughs>
0: And Chase's response was, how does it feel to be immediately wrong?
1: Oh, uh, it was great. And, and I did get, like, one response in quickly of, like, yeah, you're probably right. So I was also wrong, but you're the one who brought it up, so you are the wrongest. And it was I'm amazing. Oh, it was so good.
0: It's one of those situations where, like, when I, I, you start to kind of see what they're doing, and you start to see where the money's falling mm-hmm. for them. And it was an educated guess. I was very wrong. But I can tell you that I, I'm excited for Elder Scrolls 6. But I started playing ESO uh, since it's on Game Pass, and it's pretty good. Like, that game's pretty good. There's some fun stuff there. It's got a lot of what I go to Elder Scrolls 4. So I can wait. I'll mm. play that. Yeah. That's fine by me. I,
2: yeah. <laughs> um. There, there was still some stuff in their press conference that I enjoyed, even if. I thought it was kind of dumb to announce a game that's not going to be out for seven years. Um, yeah, so
0: what was the highlight Yeah, what what Yeah, what were was, the things that you Doom?
2: enjoyed? Uh, Doom, that I Kay. really liked the one that came out a couple years ago, even though I haven't finished it. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, I, we, didn't,
1: we didn't really learn that much about it. They, they kind of showed this super quick teaser and they said, hey, by the way, come to QuakeCon and we'll show you more.
2: Yeah, uh, we it's know fine. that it's Hell on Earth. We know that much. Um, some might say it's that ri- it's already, already that all, that on, right on Earth. Has you know. been like
0: it's, We've been doing it for two um, years.
2: Hey, this isn't a political podcast. Let's uh, let's keep it neutral here.
0: Uh, yeah, you tell that to the people in the vaults. All right.
2: And uh, you know, Bethesda—they've been making games in the same franchises since the mid '90s. So. I understand that Elder Scrolls Six might not be the next new thing they want to work on, so I'm really excited to see what Starfield turns out to be. You know, uh, totally. they've made some of my favorite games ever, um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm also interested in the new Wolfenstein game. You know, I think that's a neat concept. So, no. uh,
0: yeah, Chase, you said something along the lines of like this is the right direction for that franchise to go right now. Totally, like, it made a lot of sense. Yep.
2: And I, you know, I I'm, I'm having not. Enjoyed Fallout 4 as much as Bobby did. Um, you know Fallout 76. It seems I, I don't know. Off to wait and see.
1: I'm extremely uninterested in in Fallout 76. Like I, I know Bobby doesn't feel the same way. But man, what I what I heard from them is Destiny meets Minecraft, and that didn't really appeal to me that much. And just seeing the seeing the multiplayer stuff just hearing how they're talking about like the it, it, like the the way that servers work like it's it's going to be like 24 people per per world and some of them can meet up and the way you bring over your characters so you can play with other people and it just seemed a little pie in the sky to me and then they also talked about like the new nu- nuclear weapons that you can just destroy other people's work uh-huh. and it all just felt really murky and not great to me. And they're they're taking this really laissez-faire attitude about it. Uh, I watched the, I also watched the, the no clip that Danny O'Dwyer made for the making of fallout 76. And they talk a lot more about some of their design decisions about that. And Todd Howard's just saying, yeah, uh, like we could do some things that make it safe for people, but we kind of just want to let people go crazy and nuts. And if, we see people griefing, maybe we'll do something about it, but we just want to let them do it and, and
0: let them off the leash. And
1: I'm like, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be made for power players that I'm not going to enjoy well, they, at all. they
0: did announce, and uh, I don't know when exactly the, uh, the interview and stuff took place, but I read today that they, they have things in place with the game, like the game is designed to keep players from being griefed in those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they use the example of uh, if you were playing Fallout and you encountered a death claw and it just wrecked you, that if you were to respawn, you could immediately go back to that location and fight again if you thought you could do it, or you could simply av- avoid it altogether. Like Death is a very big part of those games, and even in this multiplayer format, they don't want it to be a situation where you have to continually run away from somebody. So you can... They, they use the term challenge somebody if needed but just know that it might be an op situation and that you shouldn't get into it um i'm like i'm all in on this one like i like johnny said i really enjoyed fallout 4 uh, i do like destiny a whole lot and i happen to like minecraft a whole lot so for me this is kind of a, a nice melting pot of those those genres um there was some nervousness though i mean just like i what i expect from a fallout game or an Elder bethesda, game is you know this
2: is the first yeah
0: even bethesda yeah
2: and like Todd Howard said that during the press conference. You know, we've never done anything like this before, so um, I'll see. You know, I I do love the Fallout universe, um, but I'm I'm still skeptical. Elder Scrolls Online has made me
0: feel more comfortable about the direction they're taking with it. I'll say that much. They picked
1: they picked the right cover of West Virginia. That was yeah. That was a very good version of that song. Right yeah that's that's the best I can say about there there that
2: was
0: movie. a funny thing I read too online about so this does require always on uh, internet connectivity to play, and they were talking about like the percentage of people in West Virginia that would be able to have the internet capable of doing <laughs> that, <laughs> which I think's a little tongue in cheek but starfield was my biggest uh aha moment with this presentation fallout seventy six I, I I really appreciated what they were doing with it um and then you know from there. Older Scrolls was obviously exciting, but Starfield has a lot of my curiosity right now as well.
1: Yeah. I uh-huh. it, Starfield's the thing I'd be most excited from Bethesda, kind of by default, but also that game is probably also so far out from now that it's hard to really get excited about
0: something like that. It'll come out on February 22nd, 2020.
1: <laughs> well, everything's coming out February 22nd of 2019. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, you know uh, what does anybody want to talk a little bit more about Rage 2
0: I I'm gonna go say I'm a little more optimistic than I was after seeing this stuff like I think that that game could be I think I even told you or maybe I told Jason this um, I kind of had the same vibes I did with Wolfenstein mm. like this this could this could kind of be like the Wolfenstein of 2018 for me as far as just unexpected like good time like a lot of fun yeah
1: I thought the guns looked kind of uninspired, but I really liked the grenade that they kept showing. It looked like it was something yeah. that you could for lack of a better term like rocket jump off of like you can jump onto your own grenade and bounce up. that seemed kind of interesting, but then it also had some other uses to it that was that seemed kind of cool but uh yeah yeah i like I kind of like that mad maxi post apocalyptic setting mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like we're getting Borderlands anytime soon, because Gearbox is still being weird about it, so uh, I might give this a shot. Yeah, it's it's totally. hitting
0: the right yeah. time.
2: Uh,
0: are you going right, it it to wait continue. seven months and get it on the Switch? Uh, I I don't know if I want to... I, I don't want
1: to play Bethesda games on the Switch. Bethesda I don't want to play Bethesda Period. Better... but I definitely don't want to play Bethesda games on the Switch.
0: Uh, final, final thing here on Bethesda, they had a much better presentation than
2: last year. Mm. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs>
0: what about Square next, uh, guys? I'll,
2: I'll take the lead on this one. Sure. Uh, first thing, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I know Bobby's really excited about that. Um, yes. even though I think The Last of Us kind of took the wind out of some of their sails as far as impactful combat is concerned. Um... Final Fantasy XIV, some DLC for that. Uh, Captain Spirit, which is set in the uh, Life is Strange, Life is Strange universe. universe. Yes, and that's free download. It's coming out later mm-hmm. this month, or is it early? June twenty sixth. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: Uh, Dragon Quest eleven just got my my juices flowing. Uh, mm. <laughs> Chase just raised his eyebrows at me. Um, <laughs> Babylon's <laughs> Fall, which I I don't remember that.
1: That's the Platinum game that looks like a Dark Souls oh, game. Oh, right. Okay.
2: Uh, Nier, which... Was that just the Xbox thing
1: again? Just showing the Xbox thing, Uh
2: yeah. Project Octopath Traveler, which the uh, prologue for that, as we mentioned... Did we mention that?
0: No, okay. no that was 4.
2: So you can play the first three hours of that game right now on the Switch, yep. and that save file carries over to the full release. Uh, just Cause 4, which... It wasn't the best game I've ever played, but I saw why people like that franchise so much. Uh, Because you can put
0: rockets on tiles. Yeah,
2: I had some fun with that, uh, even though it wasn't as good as what I heard the second game was. Which one did you play? Just Cause 3.
1: Okay, yeah. 2 apparently is the good one. Yeah,
2: so I'm I'm probably going to check that out, because I did have fun with 3 for a while. Uh, The Quiet Man, which looked... Kind of like um, I don't know, gosh. I got some like bouncer vibes from it. Uh, it was weird. I don't
1: remember this one. I I know they said there was gonna they were gonna show more in August, but yeah, I,
2: I don't remember. And then uh, more Kingdom Hearts three guys. Not even more. The same. More, more the of same the same trailer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The same fucking terribly sound mixed trailer. That just halfway through decides we're gonna take out all the foley and it's just going to be voices and music, and so it's just Sora like picking up a Keyblade, but there's no sound effects to anything. It's ah, it was the most infuriating thing of the fucking
2: show. When has Kingdom Hearts ever made sense? Uh,
1: I, this this was not a <laughs> I don't conscious get it, guys. Like, That I, was just I, I just know. don't get it. People were losing. Yeah, people shit love those games.
2: It. I, the,
1: the people who love Kingdom Hearts really love Kingdom Hearts, I, and I, I tried to play the first one, and it felt like a bad Star Wars Knights of the Republic to me. Uh, in the way I,
2: really, I played play. the first one when it came out. I really liked it. That's uh, the only one I've ever played in that series. Um, so I, I have a couple friends who are really excited for this, um, but it just looks like stuff and nonsense to me.
1: I, I have a friend who's excited about it, and I asked him, cool, what's the story? He said, "Oh, I have no idea. I just like playing them." There's a. uh, All right, fine.
2: Someone, I I was reading uh, some comments on on Reddit, and someone posted this three-hour lecture someone made about what the fuck is happening.
1: That seems like something I might watch. Like I watched a big-ass Let Destiny lore thing Uh before, and I know I actually care about Destiny, so maybe that's a little different. But I. I would be interested to know what the fuck is going on in some I'll of I'll send you the shit. link. So I, yeah, please do, um, I guess.
2: Uh, who, okay, so what were the things that you guys were most... Dragon excited? Quest XI. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you, Chase.
1: Absolutely. Echoes of an Elusive Age. I've been excited about this game for a while now. Um, and, like, this... I know we're only getting the PS4 version right now. I think it's also coming to PC. Um, we're not getting the Switch version for uh anytime soon are you gonna hold out and for that? N- no i mean i'll play this version now and if i like it a lot i can see myself getting it on the switch again okay. when it comes out there uh, i am really sad we're not getting the 3ds game because i think they did uh some really cool stuff with the 3ds game with the the dual art styles that's in there but anyway this looks good it's a it's a very pretty looking game it's they showed off the voice acting it's that that awful good Cockney British stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, I I just love it. And I'm. Mm, I, I've i really enjoyed Dragon Quest Eight. I love Dragon Quest IX. It's one of my favorite games ever. I didn't play 10 because I don't even think 10 came over here and 10 was the MMO. Uh, but 11, 11 is looking good. Yeah. And that comes out September
0: 4th. So, oh, it's
2: shit. relatively soon. That's like right when Spider Man comes out. Fuck. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think. I'm excited about that game as well, but I'm probably going to be in the camp of I'm going to save that experience for the Switch.
2: That's fair. Um, yep. I'll, guys, they didn't show anything for Final Fantasy 7. Water's made me sad. wet. Fine. But I read something today that it is hmm. fully in the middle of development. Sure. So
1: of course it is. It'll come yeah. out. I, that That's fine. It, it will eventually come out, yes. Uh, I think you might see the first episode the first chapter of that next year maybe
2: since it's a playstation exclusive maybe some stuff at the playstation experience this year
1: that could be yeah Um, like they they actually show off a lot of stuff at the playstation experience these these last few years and especially with sony's conference this year i know we're about to get to it but sony's conference this year kind of being pared down a little bit from from years past uh playstation experience seems like a place where they are going bigger and bigger because that's the the spot they can own. Yeah, so that yeah. makes some sense. Uh, I thought Babylon's Fall looked really good. Uh, again, I I'm not a Dark Souls fan, but this looked like Dark Souls, but but something that plays way better because Platinum's making it. And if it if it really does feel super smooth and almost bayonetta like, but but given some Dark Souls hints and some of that yeah. lore maybe i need to watch the trailer I, for
2: that again because i don't remember i thought it looked really yeah. good yeah i watched this whole thing and, and i just don't <laughs> recall that
1: all right <laughs> and then octopath like that's i've been excited about yeah. octopath for a long time um i the first demo they put out i think i had some misgivings about but it it sounds like they they went back to the drawing board on some of that stuff and tweaked some numbers based on fan feedback and are trying to really make something that that people will like so yeah, what
2: what an interesting um, uh development method too you know mm-hmm yep good
1: stuff
0: yeah i'm excited for that like right now like you mentioned it johnny i'm i'm all in on shadow of the tomb raider i love those games this one seems to be uh it looks like you're going to get the Lara croft that we've come to to know from years past
1: really? Because it seemed like it. every second she was going whoops," and then somebody else was saying, "Oh Lara, you fucked up
0: <laughs> She was wearing the blue top I mean she had the part okay
1: the yeah, trailer. she looked the part, I guess, she's but she's she murdering was, everyone she was not like the Angelina Jolie I'm super confident in no. everything that I Whoa. do it does it did show yeah, in the trailer become the Tomb Raider, so mm. I imagine at the end of this game totally. she becomes that
2: correct me if i'm if i'm wrong here but at one point wasn't she just covered in mud hiding from someone just like predator totally
1: yes she well predator and alien because they totally did like the the puma whatever the hell coming right up to her face like the alien did and she turns her face like ripley does it was such a (laughs)
2: ripoff wearing their inspiration it was a ripley
0: off Um, totally no it was uh i'm excited for that game uh i'd like to see where the story's going what's it Project Octopath Traveler. I got the demo downloaded. I was actually talking before we started recording. I'm struggling on deciding what character I should choose. Um I'm leaning towards Hunter, Dancer, or Warrior. So you I guys can And you me sort are a out. natural
2: dancer, so.
0: I'm Tiny Dancer. Uh and I think Dragon Quest looks really neat. Um that's a game that two years ago, year ago, I probably wouldn't even give him much thought to. But we're living in a post personal world you.
2: for Bobby. So
0: <laughs> post personal world, so I'm uh, I'm down for, for some Dragon Quest. I was, you know, honestly though for Square Enix, like I was a little underwhelmed by what they, they had. Really?
1: I thought they had some good stuff. I I actually also was pretty impressed with Just Cause 4. I, I liked the destruction uh, or all the weather stuff that they showed yeah. in there, like the tornadoes and, and how that ties into all their physics-based stuff. Like, a lot of that looked really cool. I have played a demo for Just Cause 2 and had a lot of fun with it. Like, doing all the... the uh, tethering stuff, and to add in the the big, crazy, destructive weather into that seems really neat to me. I that might be something I'm inclined to give a shot to.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, any final thoughts on Square Enix before we move on to Ubisoft? Uh,
2: none for me.
1: So they they showed the Final Fantasy XIV stuff, like the DLC or not DLC, but like this extra content that had their crossover with Monster Hunter World and bringing in, like, Rathalos to sure. to uh, to Stormblood. That's cool. I know you guys don't play Final Fantasy XIV, and as much as you both have enjoyed Monster Hunter World, you're probably not going to jump on Final Fantasy XIV just to play this stuff. But what they didn't show and, and got shown later is that that crossover is not just one way. The Final Fantasy behemoth... Is coming to Monster Hunter World what? as a as a thing that you can uh, fight. So That's cool. As I'll be playing Yeah, it. that seems like a thing that's more up your alley. And
0: I wonder what the armor for that would look I like. I
1: don't know well, I don't remember seeing armor and then they it wasn't a palico thing, but they also showed a cactar, and I wonder if you can get palico armor. Can I get that cactar look, palico
2: because that
1: That would be okay.
2: That would make <laughs> oh God. Ugh.
1: I still don't care about Monster Hunter World, but that would That'll be, be pretty
2: just cool. fine.
1: That'd be way better than a shitty voxely Mega Man. Hey,
2: my Palico currently has it. <laughs> it's qu- it looks it real
0: looks stupid. Bad. It's really dumb. Ugh. Your Palico's bad, and you should feel. Let's bad. move
1: on to Ubisoft. So I will. Right. I'll take this one. We we started with some more music, but but <laughs> like the proper music that people expect because they were showing off Just Dance 2019. The panda was back. Uh, then surprisingly they moved right into Beyond Good and Evil 2 then we saw some more stuff about Rainbow Six Siege and how esports it is Um, we got a debut for Trials Rising we showed off even more of the Division 2 Uh, they showed a little bit more of the, the Donkey Kong Adventure DLC for Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle they showed some more Skull and Bones Elijah Wood came out and fumbled his lines while he was trying to talk about transference so he's a professional actor. <laughs> uh, they showed off more about Starlink, and I forgot that Starlink still existed. I thought, like, Toys to Life was dead, and they're like, no, it's not dead. Also, by the way, Star Fox, And I went, oh, shit! Uh, um, they showed off a new faction for For Honor. Uh, it's For Honor Marching Fire, and it's like a Chinese faction. This was the next... Uh, east asian <laughs> game thing that i saw and i was like okay again diminishing returns i already saw Sekiro, um but they're also adding a new 4v4 breach mode to that we saw a little bit more of the crew too and then they ended with the game we all know about which was assassin's creed odyssey but it has two playable characters oh. a man and a lady
2: but you don't get to play them both at the same time
1: no you play you That's pick one and you if you want to do the that whole thing. yeah
0: So, um, I'm going to hop in. This was, okay, go ahead. No, you go for it. Uh, I was, I was was just going to
1: say this was the first and I think only conference, oh wait, no, Bethesda 2, uh, where I didn't have any stars. I didn't make any notes of like, ooh, that was something exciting for me. I, I, I thought they did fine. Like, they, they had a relatively good show. Uh, I think Division 2 could be something I'd be interested in. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil, they should stop making that game and just make a movie instead, because I think the visuals were really good, and I think they can do some pretty good storytelling with that. Uh, I'm just not sure about the game anymore, especially when they keep talking about the crowd art stuff that they want to add in, and having Joseph Gordon-Levitt come out and talk about some about his shit that allows people to do collaboration stuff. It all just feels a little skeezy to me of like, do our work for
2: us. But they will pay the, the stuff anyone they have, whose content makes into the game.
1: Sure. That's what they say, I guess. But, uh, the stuff they've shown of beyond good and evil Two in these trailers has looked good.
2: Yeah. Totally. And
1: Yeah. When, of course, for most of the trailer, for most of the, actually for all the gameplay that they showed, it was, they, they never cut straight to the fucking footage. It was all, like, here's the whole uh, theater, and you can see the screen in the background, but you can't see anything. Mm, that is the worst thing in these fucking presentations, is when they cut away from the from the direct yeah, footage. just
2: show me what's, I don't need to see what the audience looks yeah, like. Yeah, show me your fucking game.
0: Mm.
2: Bastards. Anyway.
0: So, I'm super excited, predictably so, about Assassin's Creed. Um, because you're, a fool. we all knew it was coming, but some
1: cool. <laughs> I did notice. Something? I did notice today because uh, I was downloading that Jurassic Park game because I'm an idiot. Ooh, chase! Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but when I was downloading that, the Sony's putting on their e th- best of e three sale, and you can get Assassin's Creed Origins for thirty dollars right now. That's, which is That's a, a good Pretty deal. good price. Yeah, pretty good price.
0: It's a really. You good You have place. to have PlayStation Plus for that, but uh well never mind it's a really good price price. so we're going to continue to build off the format from origins uh setting and all the materials can carry over nicely to odyssey Mm -hmm. as it takes place in greece um as you mentioned before you have two characters a brother or sister Mm -hmm. you can pick one to play as you are the heir or not heir but you are a relative of some sort to leonidas and you have his spear in the game and that spear brings some really fun mechanics it looks like yeah i think this it was also interesting story wise like
1: you always kind of view sparta as the bad guys sparta has been the bad guys in a lot of these things because they're like the power hungry war machines and it's always athens that's the the very diplomatic group of oh we're just trying to do the right thing and in this game, they turned it. like The, the Spartans actually yeah. seem like they're being the ones that are kind of oppressed. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes.
0: They they continue to bring RPG elements to this franchise, which I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, I love that you are actually shaping how the game plays now with some dialogue tree stuff. Uh, looks very much like a Bioware game in that sense. Uh, there's going to be some, some consequences to what that looks like, but mechanically speaking there's some really cool things now with uh well they brought it into origins but they're they're building upon it in this with with your armor and your gear and your loadouts and uh there's a lot of different ways you can play this game from the looks of it you can really shape it to be more stealth based you can be more of a tanky type person which they 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 talked about that for origins and i think there's some truth to it but it seems to be a bit more fleshed out in this iteration of it so uh I, I'm cool with Grease. I think the setting's alright. Uh, some of the weapons and gear look to be pretty neat. And I am uh, very much looking forward to playing this game. Good.
2: Johnny, anything get your fancy? Uh, no, I'm kind of with you, man. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of games that I may be interested in playing, but nothing that got me super excited.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I. It was nice to see Star Fox. Like, I, yeah, that was cool. It, yeah. I, that's not the way I necessarily want to see Star Fox, but they're they're making a Toys to Life of the R Wing, and part of me kind of wants that because the R Wing is, is such there, a. Room is there spaceship. room for
2: that on your shelf, Chase?
1: Probably, I can make room for that. <laughs> but I, you know, last year they showed off Starlink, and I thought it looked pretty cool. And this was when Toys to Life wasn't quite dead yet. They're bringing it back. This year it felt weird. I I really thought. Wow, I can't believe you're still making this game. I mean,
2: you know, maybe they're just too far in development and they think that they can recoup I
1: guess development Man, costs I, hopefully. I hope it does. I hope it does well for them. The game kind of looks interesting. It it's it's got like a No Man's Sky look to it a little bit of like all these different environments that you're going around and but you're always in your your ship and shooting at stuff. I don't I don't know. It'd be nice if it was good, but that game kind of worries me. It comes out
0: October sixteenth. But yeah, Star Fox. Yes. Sony. All right. Well, are we done with Ubisoft then? I'm I'm done. I'm done with Ubisoft.
2: Mind if I? All right. I'll take
0: the. Take it. Uh, You take it.
2: uh, Sony uh, kicked it off with a rock and banjo solo. Uh,
1: More fucking music to start press conferences.
2: (laughs) They had... So, if, if for anyone listening, if you didn't watch it, they started in one room, and it made sense once the, the actual trailer came out, but then, after it was done, they made 2,000, 3,000 people move to a completely different location for the rest of the presentation. So um, but they had the banjo guy, who's the guy who composed the music for The Last of Us Part Two, and then they led into a trailer for that game. I... Uh, And then uh, they talked about God of War, New Game Plus, uh, Black Ops 4. They announced that Black Ops 3 was going on PlayStation Plus. There were some maps uh, that were being made for 4 that were also coming out for 3. Uh, They showed off Destiny 2 Forsaken. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was announced. Uh, They showed a little bit of a game from uh, the... um, Remedy. Yeah, Remedy uh, of Control. Uh, they showed off the RE2 remake, Resident Evil 2, for those of you who don't know. Uh they showed a bad trailer for uh Trover Saves the Universe uh from uh Justin Royland, one of the guys that uh started Rick and Morty. Uh Kingdom Hearts 3, a different trailer this time. Ooh. Uh, some Death Stranding, which left us all scratching our heads. Uh Neo 2 is announced, which pretty cool. Uh Spider Man, and uh, Deercene, which is a FromSoft VR game, which looks.
1: Yeah, that was after the show was right. over. Like, I guess if you kept yeah. watching afterward, I turned it off. But I heard people talking yeah, about really bizarre. Yeah, there's a or PSVR game. <laughs> All right, cool. Um,
2: so guys, like, I think structurally, this one was maybe the worst. I mean, it wasn't great, but. Yeah. I I the games that they showed were the ones that aside from Cyberpunk got me most excited.
1: Yeah, I think they had a I mean, they that, they had a couple sunny. good things to show. It it was weird, especially cuz they announced beforehand these are the games we're going to show and it it seems like okay, you guys are going to be really buttoned up and and show a few things and it felt really kind of slapped together. Yeah. Like, yeah, the The Last of Us thing was cool. Like, hey, we're going to put you into this church kind of area because the game takes place Right. Where the, the trailer takes the, place in this church yeah, style area. The, the setting of Ellie okay, cool. dancing with
2: that other girl. Hey, this is the room we're in right now.
1: Absolutely, that was that was neat, and I was kind of on board. And then, yeah, there was just that kind of dead air moment where they have to throw to uh, the the PlayStation blog crew to to talk about like, oh yeah, let's talk about like a couple things that are happening while everybody moves into while we this new
0: shuffle these people theater. F- into another room. It, it was weird. It felt very much like we're up our own ass, and it felt, to me, a bit pretentious in the sense that they know that they're winning this generation, and they can get by with shit like this, and they can get by with dead air at their press conference, because they're they're
2: bringing theatrics in in a really good You're going to get a way, second job like, to pay for these games, and you'll thank us <laughs> for it.
1: Yeah. You know what? I I don't actually think that. Yeah. I, I think it was it was weird the way they presented it. But here's Sony's point of view again. Like E3 is changing. We we see all of these companies that are trying to put out games before E3 or put out announcements before E3 just so they can be part of their own news cycle. And E3 is is kind of bloated at this point. And I think you're starting to find people looking for other options. And Sony's found another option in PlayStation Experience. And they've they've started to really take advantage of that. They came out, they said they're gonna do a more subdued show. They they had four games that they were really focused on showing, and they showed those four yeah. games. And the four games that they showed I think they showed well, and then they just had some filler stuff with all the rest of the things. They had a couple little surprises in there, in games like Control and games like Resident Evil Two Remake, uh, and Neo Two announcement. But for the most part, they did what they said they were going to yeah. do. They just did it in kind of a weird
2: yeah, way. like the, the the trailers themselves and the gameplay they showed off was extremely effective. Uh, you know, well, sure,
0: that's always been and the, the case. They for were them. extended but too; they were way they're...
2: longer than you normally get for, you know like what you get an Xbox right. or or the other developers. So um
0: I just think that Sony's gotten a little too cozy
2: mm-hmm. and I think that that's starting
0: to come across in some other choices that they're imposing on gamers and I think that uh the way that they handled themselves in this conference outside of the games they showed, the stuff in between just the it was just kind of smug and I I feel that like they've earned their 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 position. They've got great hardware, they've got amazing software. Um, They've got a a fan base larger than they've ever had. And I think that there should be a bit more not like congratulatory to like to the fans for like being so so great and loyal. But I think that it needs to be something something there. And I feel even like the last two, they've always had like just this a better presence of professionalism. And when you're number one, like I kind of expect you to act that way. And this just felt to your point slapped together uh, again, like they're not even they're not even trying at that point in time I felt at times. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't that bothered by it other than just kind of the stilted nature of it. And uh oh, I forgot where I was going with that, but there was <laughs> I had something. <laughs> I had a Never thought. Mind. Um Let's let's talk about Last of Us. Yeah. That that's the game I think yeah. we're all the most excited about from Sony's uh offerings.
2: That game looks you know, I didn't think I wanted another Last of Us. Totally. Because they, they wrapped up the first one so perfectly. Um, but I also, you know, if there's any studio out there who can pull off creating a game that may not be necessary and justifying its existence, I think it's Naughty Dog.
1: They've done it a couple times now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm really eager to play that game. I assume, hopefully, it comes out next year. Um, But I, I think the story that... They can tell with Ellie, uh, will be interesting. The, the combat looks absolutely brutal, and like I, I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, uh, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider one. Like, I, I think that the weight of like the people that you're killing, like the, the feel they were going for in Tomb Raider, uh, Last of Us, I like from how it looked on the screen, they did a much better job. Of of coming across like
0: yeah with like brutality. I, I don't and mean, luckily you'll you'll have a, a few months yeah. ahead to play that game, and then you can have a year and a half before.
1: <laughs> I don't want to disparage uh, Shadow of the Tomb. No, Raider No, 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 not Raider, at all, not at all. Well, one one I don't really care about Tomb Raider, but that it looked like a a good video game. Yeah. Whereas Last of Us, just a lot in in the animations, especially the contextual ones had a realness to it that that gave it that weight right. gave it that dy- like dynamic feeling that I just don't think Tomb Raider was really showing off but yeah like you you saw her fighting uh in like what was it like a convenience store or something mm-hmm. and just because of where she was you saw an enemy like pick her up and throw her through this glass display that was next to her and all of that's contextual stuff and and the way they made mm-hmm. it just it looked really cinematic it looked really it just looked real and it felt it there's, felt
0: weighty and it was great and there's a moment in that that convenience store where they come in she's behind the counter she starts to move over to the left and she's coming around to get to the exit because they're coming towards where she was and as she's taking a step forward a person walks in and she backtracks into it and then in that moment like i felt one anxious but two like okay they did a great job of capturing, like, how are you going to to escape this? And that's where she puts together the the explosive arrow and just turns that guy into pink mist and just really swats the, bees, not the beehive there and just gets people going crazy. And that's where all that shit kind of came together. But there was a, a very subtle moment there where you're like, okay, she's just going to stealthily move through it, maybe give somebody a knife to the neck again and get out of this convenience store. But no, she literally blows it up and then goes into it. And I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, like I I do wonder, I don't feel like I'm ever going to play that game that way. <laughs> like just the way I play games, I don't think I'm going to be in the situation where I get that feeling out of it. Because uh, I was just watching and I go, oh, don't go that way. That's a stupid thing to do. And, and I just realized that's never the way I'm going to play that game. But even still, right. to know that it's all in there is, is pretty exciting. Yeah. But I've, I think I've heard from both of you that you're really excited story-wise about where this mm-hmm. stuff goes, and I'm absolutely not. I, I 100% considered Last of Us 1 to be fine. You didn't need to add anything to it. I never played the DLC because, again, I didn't care about any extra story to add on to that. I'm only interested in Last of Us 2 because of all of that really good gameplay, contextual combat stuff that just from the technical side, looks so impressive right. that I'm, I'm sure I will probably enjoy the story, but there is just something about the way this game is built that gets me excited, and it gets me excited enough that I don't really even care what the story is,
0: and that's pretty cool. Well, They came out today and said that you're not going to be able to play as Joel. Yeah, Ellie's the only
2: playable character. I mean, that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's soon, man. I hope it's I hope Pretty it's sooner summer. rather than later.
2: Really
1: Bobby, let's have our destiny yeah. minute here. What did we think about Destiny Two Forsaken?
2: R.I.P. Cade Six. <laughs> they killed
1: Viva him. Cade seven.
2: <laughs> By God, they killed him. Uh,
0: I, I'm excited for it. Like I, I don't think, think that he's coming back, guys. That West... Like
2: people from Bungie said he is dead, dead, dead. He's not no, coming back. No, they did not. Yes, they did. No, they did not
1: that what they said is he is as dead as any superhero is in any comic book which means they will find some bullshit way of bringing him back. Kate I, I 6 read might quotes be today, dead they but Kate 7 might back. be back.
0: I Kate 7's back. There
1: will be there will be some sort of thing, I promise you.
0: Kate 6 is probably dead but Kate 7's alive and living well. Yeah,
1: there's there's all sorts of destiny lore shit to be like, "Oh, the Exos can imprint themselves on 22 different things before they start going haywire." So Okay. Cade Six is only the sixth generation. There could
0: absolutely be a all second. Right, it's, all right, yeah, Johnny. Why don't you let the Destiny experts talk? One, here? Um, it's
1: bullshit. <laughs> it's all bullshit, yeah. Johnny. It's gonna happen. I.
0: You're not gonna kill off like the face of the franchise. on yeah, an E3 Yeah, why get rid You're of the
2: easily the most likable and character that has mm-hmm. any amount of personality in that series? I
0: really
2: um, don't care about anyway.
1: I'm but sure.
0: I, I think that <laughs> the setting for. For a Western in Destiny is really cool. Uh, Chase and I were at a ball game the other night. We were talking about like some of our favorite hand cannons and having these six shooters on your hip going out and bounty and hunting it down. I think that you can do some really cool stuff. We're going to get a new, um, we're getting our first new villain uh, since The Taken, um, which is exciting. And there's some really cool subclasses. Taken stuff wasn't happening. even
2: new villains, it was the same villains just reskinned.
0: Yeah. Completely new mechanic, Johnny.
1: You're you're right though. Like these these are at least these are more new than the Taken are new. I guess they're still fallen. They're just weird. I'm, just, I'm
2: gonna stop talking because it's just gonna prolong yeah. the Destiny conversation. It,
1: yes, absolutely. It's again, it's all bullshit. Anyway, we saw <laughs> that they're bringing back the Ace of Spades hand cannon, which I guess is kind of cool. Um, yep. They're they're back in the reef, and I I thought the reef was a really cool area from from the first Destiny. They didn't do a ton with it. They had the Prison of Elders there. That's actually where this game at least starts. It's that all the bad guys have broken out of the Arkham Asylum style Prison of Elders thing. Mm-hmm. So that that's neat. Uh, they could do some really interesting in. things with that. Count me in. Yep, I'll I'll play it. Uh, when Bungie had their live stream earlier before E three, they they showed off a bunch of stuff. And honestly, I'm a little hesitant on some of the some of the changes they're making because I don't think they've I know they're going to think them through, but I don't think they fully thought them through when they announced them. Like, the idea that you can now carry three shotguns all at once, and it seems like, uh, I don't know how you're going to do that with, how you're going to make that work with all the, the ammo stuff, but we'll see. They they might have something up their sleeve. Anyway, so yeah, let's um, stop talking about Destiny. Please.
0: <laughs> so, really quick before you guys go in on your, your Ghost of Tsushima stuff, oh, um, I want to talk about I want to talk about Control so I don't think you guys are as excited for that game as I am but I was completely taken back by that trailer it was a cool trailer yeah Yeah. uh, it is a spectacle and a half man there's some crazy ass shit going on there that I am all in on like that was trippy that weird gun the whole setting like I want more information now it looks pretty cool yep
1: it looked like some fringe X-Files Alan Wake Lost Westworld kind of shit
0: Sign me the fuck (laughs) up on that. That is all I want. All right, let's talk about Ghost. That game looks really good. Let's talk about the fourth Feudal Japan Samurai. (laughs) This is the third. This is only the third one. Third. Um,
2: But
1: yes, I totally felt the diminishing returns at this point because I was just comparing this to Sekiro, and every time I saw it, I'm like, I don't know, Sekiro looks better to, to me. And I know this one is the most grounded in reality. Like it's not going to use crazy oni demon things. But watching it, every time, every second I was watching it, I was thinking about how much I didn't like playing Infamous Second Son, and how 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 bad. How does that
2: relate in any way, shape, or form? Because
1: it's the developer of that game, right?
2: But you're talking about two completely different styles of gameplay. If I don't
1: think. If I don't think they're good at making games feel good, I don't think they're going to make the next one feel good. I'm
0: just going to bring up... This is the point of the conversation where I, I interject uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Guerrilla Games. Why? <laughs> why why are you saying that? Because they made that? shitty first-person shooter games and they came out with their first crack at an open-world third-person game and, and slam-dunked the hell out uh, of it.
1: Okay, I, I suppose. But this is a developer who made a third-person action adventure game and they're making another third person action adventure game i i
0: i don't think it's apple the game was gorgeous i think it looks really cool really cinematic um, that that
2: was what got me was just the how just fucking cinematic everything looked i know i used that word twice just now but um i don't i really i was not i, I want to know that.
0: more about How combat feels on it, like it it does seem to be a bit more Assassin's Creed-esque, which I'm I I can get behind. The game,
2: it did bullshit. No, it did. It looked good. It looked good. It did did not look like Assassin's Creed.
0: (laughs) Johnny, I'd like you to just go to your search engine of preference and type in Assassin's Creed. What? What Assassin's
2: Creed game uses a katana?
0: Johnny, it's a sword.
1: It's a fucking <laughs> different sword. completely all over, all, different also, style of sword playing. Also uh, Assassin's Creed is good again. Like we we are not we're not supposed to be disgusted yeah. by somebody comparing something
0: to Assassin's. I like Creed Assassin's Creed. Creed. I like I like the shitty ones except for 3 cuz that's really the shitty. The combat was
2: never the reason I, I to those games.
0: <laughs> I'm saying that I would compare it closer to an Assassin's Creed game than I would a Dark Souls game.
2: Not everything has to be Assassin's Creed or Dark Souls.
0: Those are the and only two video games. A game that comes out. You're like, well, this is inspired by Dark well, Souls. Well, that's because know? a lot of stuff yes. is inspired mm. by Dark Souls. Uh, so, so every game does have to be Dark Souls. <laughs> I I don't think that's to the go same back way to here. the point. No.
1: Okay, Ghost of Tsushima did look very good. I, I'll give you that. It had a nice looking trailer. Uh, it's it'll probably be good. People will probably like it. I'm tempering my expectations because of Infamous Second Son. But other than that, I think it looks fine except that there are already a bunch of feudal Japan games that that were shown and there was one more shown at this press conference in Neo 2 even though we didn't see much of it you're like I know where that game takes place I can't I can't get excited about these games when they all take place in the same setting it was feudal Japan or it was the post-apocalypse that was every single game shown and they all come out on February 22nd yes. Exactly. That, that That's was, the true Battle Royale. That was E3. 30 to 22nd is the real Battle Royale. <laughs> right. That's,
0: um, let's talk about... 100 feudal um, Japan games. Jump out of an airplane.
2: <laughs> let's talk about Death Stranding. Sure. You mean... The Postman? I don't even yeah, know what I thought call. it was interesting. Yeah. Like... I, like, they showed off more of... They showed off
1: gameplay in a way that they hadn't shown before. And it it looked like it it looked like it would move something similar to Metal Gear Solid 5 and that's fine that's great i i like the way that game feels so uh sure but yeah story wise it's still all weird and that's fine cuz it's kojima and and we're just giving him a pass on that until the game comes out so we didn't really learn all that much we we saw some new female characters in there that are very well done approximations of actresses that are also voicing those characters.
0: One woman had a pretty cool umbrella. And yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what's going on, man. I'm I'm actually more confused, but I think that's how that Days with him.
1: Yeah. I I yeah. honestly don't need to see any more of Death Stranding. Just just,
0: just yeah. don't
1: just don't talk sure. about it ever again and then when the game is done, say, "Hey, by the way, it's done."
0: And I'll be, "Okay, cool. Let's Great. do it." Thank you. Yep. Um, I was not super excited to see more Spider-Man. Even I feel like I've seen all I need to see to be excited for oh, that man, game. Oh man, this got me more excited. Oh uh, well, yeah, I mean it was cool to see the villains that they brought into it, but at the end of the day, it's just like pick
1: better villains. I did not all yeah, those villains I mean, are bad. They're bad villains.
0: I mean, like I'm not going to agree with that. That's the Sinister Six. It's not the best villains, but I would say I thought for sure we were going to get uh, Venom there and
1: apparently they've said no symbiotes which yeah bad that's bad
0: another bad choice but i am i'm all in on spider-man that game's going to be a ton of fun and i think it's going to be uh a really really good return on their investment for there are
1: three good spider-man villains it's venom it's carnage and it's doc ock and if you don't have any of those three you're bad you're in the wrong space fuck scorpion yeah scorpion is dumb rhino
0: is dumb most superhero dumb. villains
2: are dumb Galactus is cool
0: <laughs> what uh what other games do we need to cover here with sony i'm no i'm good <laughs> i'm good all right bobby are you gonna play well,
1: some new game plus of god of war if it have when it gets it
0: yeah I'll, I'll fire it back up and see right. for sure um. So, guys, let's get let's get to our treehouse here and talk a little bit about Nintendo. Super
1: Smash Last Brothers point. Ultimate.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna get through the list here, and then we'll we'll dive into it. How about right. that? Um, so we had Damon X Machina announced. Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Torna. We had uh, another look at Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Let's go Eevee. We have another Super Mario Party, which is super exciting, um, and Chase. You have been fulfilled. They showed their hand. We now have Fire Emblem Three Houses. And a name. And, and a date. Johnny, just for you, they have decided to bring Fortnite to the Thank Switch. God. It's going to be I, I was a
1: running out of platforms to not play long that game on.
0: Uh, unless you um, play it on
1: PS4 and then you are not playing it on the <laughs> Switch. You're not
0: playing it anywhere. Um, we got Overcooked 2. Yay. Killer Queen Black.
1: Hollow Knight. good
0: octopath traveler and super smash brothers ultimate they have yeah,
1: yeah and then nintendo also had like a big montage of uh, when when i watched it the first time i didn't think it was that long and then when i went back to watch it again to to actually get all these games on it oh fuck there's there's a lot of games coming to the switch this year yeah, there's a ton here so, we'll we'll, we'll get into that as well but Man, they opened this press conference or this Nintendo Direct in the best way possible. New, brand new game, nobody's ever seen before. The Damon X, I think it's Machina, not Machina, but uh, oh, sorry. Or, and I also think it's probably Cross. It's probably uh, they never said it, but I would guess it's Damon Cross Machina. Uh, that game looked fucking cool. It's some it's yeah. some mech ass mech shit. It looked actiony and fast paced. It had a really clean art style to it um it's got the mech designer from from uh, the armored core series and it's got the character designer from fire emblem awakening and fire emblem fates that's a winning combination it looked fucking rad i am so excited about that game it's 2019 no it's 2019 but uh but man that looks so good i that got me more excited that got me more hyped than anything did when, when you have Sony starting off with a banjo, you have Bethesda starting off with Andrew WK, you have Ubisoft starting off with uh, with a panda dancing, and then you have Nintendo saying, fuck that, mechs. Robots. Like, Hell yeah. Ah, so good.
0: Yeah, the, and it looks like you can actually do a, a character. I sent some screenshots to yeah. you guys. It looks like you can do a, uh, a character creation in this too. Probably.
1: Like that, mm, it looks so good. It looks so, so good that was a great way to start it yeah, off
0: that, that was a really neat start for them for sure I'll, I'll, I'll give them that um, what uh, what else did you guys see besides Super Smash Brothers that you were excited about
2: uh,
1: I mean Hollow, Hollow Knight yeah. came out they, I downloaded uh, we that. knew it was coming in for Switch but they said hey by the way it's out today so yeah we all, we all ended up downloading that and uh, I have yet to play that yet it's but good. I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, I'm still excited about Octopath Traveler but we talked about that before uh, the more I hear about the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee some people are saying it's it's actually more than you think it is and, and that's encouraging to hear I know we're getting the proper Pokemon game next year but uh, this is that, that's cool that people are liking it um, I mean I guess you guys want to hear me talk about Fire Emblem
0: I want to talk about well, it. Yeah, you've only talked about it all year. I was not that jazzed about it.
2: Oh, that makes me sad. Geez. Like,
0: oh, fuck you. I,
2: you I
1: know.
0: Like, I'm,
1: it's got a great, it's got a name. I think the, the concept is cool. The, the Fire Emblem three houses and you, it kind of feels like a, uh, Game of Thrones style thing where maybe it's these warring, it's not just two warring countries, it's three to add in some intrigue there. Um, it, it you, still i saw some breakdown stuff it still has the weapon triangle in it that's good that's a good thing uh it's got this new idea where it's uh you're not just controlling units but those units also have kind of their own little battalions behind them so it feels a little bit more like Advance wars when you're playing so it's not just the single unit it's they're kind of backed by their own little armies that are running around and they've got the this idea of formations, so you can probably get into like more offensive or defensive stances with your with your battalions to do something with them. Uh, that stuff seems kind of cool. Also, I just don't think it looks that good. I I don't really like the art style. It Looks kind of generic, generic anime looking stuff. Where I, after seeing the really great work they did with. Uh, with Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Valentia. I really like that painterly art style, and they've gone so far away from that. And then also the, the characters on the field, it was very reminiscent of the GameCube and Wii games, the Radiant uh, Dawn and, and um, the other one that's also Radiant, Path of Radiance. Uh, and I just, didn't, I just don't think those look very good. I don't like those models on those kind of shitty, shitty tile sets. Um, right. So, like that stuff didn't get me excited. Seeing the characters, the named characters that the that the people were talking to, it's like none of them really had that much personality that I saw. And honestly, it was a little bit of a bummer. And also, they said, by the way, it's spring 2019 instead of 2018, like we've been telling you the whole time. So there was a lot to be disappointed by. At the same time, it's Fire Emblem it looks like they're probably going to get the things right that we want them to get right and sure. and it'll i'm sure it will be a game that i will play and love in 2019 but from this trailer specifically i was kind of let down
0: okay that's i think that's all fair i mean it's still early i'm just happy to see that they are continually moving towards it we actually got a title and a day yeah. range
1: and weapons degrade again. So guess- and
0: that's fucking sucks because
1: I, I don't like the weapons that have a set number of uses. I, no, I that's, think that's a yeah, bad that's, lame. that's a bad system. It's a it's a classic fire emblem system, but I think it's a bad system.
0: Anyway. Yes. Sir. Johnny, are you ready to smash? With with breakfast? you?
2: What are you proposing to me? Maybe I don't I don't
0: I don't know if I'm ready to Look, smash I am you ultimately to ready to smash. Because it just are you the? Are you gonna smash all the bros with ultimates? I'm gonna smash everyone. Yeah.
2: I'm telling. I'm texting well, Bay right now. Hey, let's this smash.
0: Is... Um, let's smash.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm excited for Super Smash Brothers. They showed a lot more of that game than I think that they maybe needed to during their main. Uh,
0: it's a... They don't need to explain <laughs> what fucking Smash Brothers is, and they thought they had to do that. It's
1: certainly a new
0: game.
2: Yeah. And, uh, look, I love those games. They're some of my favorite ever. But I feel like they should have had, like, all the f- very fine details they went into. They could have waited until their, you know, their treehouse stream afterwards. Right. Uh,
1: maybe. maybe I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I... What, what this told me was that they actually have given in to the more professional players, the the people who really want to dig in and play this uh, play this seriously. Cause they're they were talking these very specific little things oh, yeah. that have changed per character. They also talked about how they added this new one on one mode and how or not not even a mode, it's just when you fight one on one, the game changes a little bit. It yeah, it ramps up damage. the damage. Yeah, it does or more it damage. does Right. Yeah, it does more damage to keep things more dynamic and to, to make things faster uh, yeah, change for, for a tournament works. setting. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. They change the shield up. You can now dodge in any direction. It's omnidirectional, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I come to Smash not for that type of gameplay. Uh, it's all about the chaos, you know, having the items drop and things change, you know, on on a dime. That's why I like Smash Brothers, is because it's not like traditional fighting games. Um
1: I think But it seems like I, I feel like they are doing enough to appeal to both. Right.
2: I mean the fact that they have every single character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game is absolutely insane.
1: It is insane. You didn't need to do that, Nintendo. No. <laughs> like, some of those characters, I kind of feel like there's a reason you never went back to them. Like, there's a reason Pichu do we, kind of yeah, I was died. Just say, after do we really Melee. need
2: Pichu again. Um, like it's
1: fine. Especially especially when they also kind of made some tweaks and that there are these Echo characters that are basically just skin swaps. Right. And, and they're the same yeah. characters. So, like, Lucina and Marth are the same character now. They're just a skin swap. So. Oh. Do that with Pikachu and Pichu. Like, I don't know why Pichu has to be a completely separate character at that point. True, And, and now you've sense. made a whole new... That's a, that's a character slot at that point. And it, it's cool. I'm glad Pichu's in there. I'm glad they have Young Link and Toon Link and regular Link.
2: But three links. Uh,
1: I mean... Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm excited. I can't not be excited for it. That all the Smash Brothers characters are in there. Snake is back, that's weird and crazy and good. Voiced by David Hader, no less. Voiced by David Hayter, that's also awesome. Um But man, I I I wanted I wanted more new stuff out of this. And we did get one new thing. We we did see well, two new things. We we already knew that the Squid Kids were gonna be in there. And and that's a new character. And they showed off a little bit more of how they work. And, and it seems like an interesting new mechanic for, for what they do. Yeah, for sure. That uh, if they paint somebody, then that person takes more damage from them. So that's that's neat. Also, if you pick different squid kids, they have different paint colors. So you can kind of paint the whole thing if you want to. And, and that seems really neat. Uh, and then the big one that we saw was Ridley. And, and yep. people have been asking for Ridley... A lot, and now they finally got him, so cool and, and Ridley yeah. looked awesome like i they they showed a little bit of Ridley off at the the treehouse stuff, and Masiro Sakurai was actually demoing him and, and showing how he moves around and Ridley looks like a fun character to use i'm I'm totally in on that, but man i if, i don't think you needed to bring back the ice climbers and Pichu and Young Link and Dr. Mario. I would have rather you bring in maybe some some newer weirder characters along with that. Yeah. Like not that I want Waluigi, keep him dead. Fuck Waluigi. <laughs> um, also, I'm really glad that you can now hurt assist trophies so you can fight Waluigi without him actually being in the
2: game. That's really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'm not super sold on it. Like I might pick it up, but I just don't know if this is a game that like I'm as jazzed about as you guys are. Mm.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Smash isn't for everybody, but I I love to smash.
2: (laughs) As do I. Um, I've been Johnny,
1: yeah, and and Bobby, I guess too. But but Johnny specifically, do you think this is the full roster, or do you think they have another one or two up their sleeves that they will show off?
2: I think this is it. Um, I feel like they have to have at least one or two more.
1: I think they will post at least release. have DLC. Yeah, they'll they'll totally have post release ones. I think they still have one or two more characters that they're gonna show off.
2: Or even like and, they don't talk about it and it's just something that you unlock in, that'd in the That'd be cool game too. Itself.
1: They they did say that they're going back to the old school style of unlocking characters. And you start with the original Smash Brothers one crew and you'll be getting the new yeah I'm really
2: excited for that through, that's through the gameplay always that's, that's cool. One of my like, favorite was, things about those games is unlocking the yeah
1: characters. like it was super fun to leave my gamecube on for twelve hours to let c p u s fight for twelve hours so I could get mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> Like unlocking Mewtwo was a fucking pain yep. in the ass, but there there is still something cool about unlocking characters and getting getting to use more of them. Yeah, especially when it's um, brand new. Still,
0: still didn't yeah. have Shovel Knight, which is a shame.
1: See, I think Shovel Knight could easily be a downloadable character or like one more that they bring in. Uh, they did show off some assist trophies, but they didn't show Isaac from from Golden Sun, and that leaves me like that tiny bit of hope that Isaac might have made the jump to to being a full fledged character. Uh, that'd be really, really cool. And who knows? Maybe they have, like, four more Fire Emblem characters they're going to bring in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, what else do we need to cover here with Nintendo? Um,
1: I think they, they did show off some stuff in their montage that was pretty cool. Um, we already know about Captain Toad. That game comes out July 13th, the same day as um, as Project Octopath, but that, that game I'm still excited about. I never played the Wii U version and uh, it's great that it's coming to a new console that I can actually enjoy it on. Um, the World Ends With You, Final Remix, another game we've known about. That was a DS game, and now it's coming to to Switch. And I always meant to play that game and, and never did, so this is a great way of playing it. Uh, and then one of my favorite games that's come out this year, Dragon Ball Fighters, is also coming to the Switch this year. That's cool. And... Is uh, I if that game plays well, if that game can run well on that on that hardware, I will absolutely be picking it up and playing it. Although I'm totally not looking forward to playing through that story mode again to get Android Twenty One. Man, that was rough to <laughs> to play through all of that to get her. But
2: uh, yeah, I, I, there's Crash Bandicoot. There's, I'm looking forward. I want to get that for the Switch. Okay, that's. I got a cheap one coming. Oh, you can
0: okay. just have that.
1: Yeah, like they've. There's a lot of stuff coming to the Switch. Uh, Mega Man Eleven might be good. It's yeah. Got a. I. I like the new art style that they have. I, I mean, I like the old NES pixel style ones as well, but. Um. But this new one looks pretty good too. So I.
0: I'm excited for Monster Hunter.
2: Really? We'll see.
0: hmm
2: I. I'm really interested. without all the quality of life stuff. Yeah, I'm extremely
1: interested to see how you. Enjoy a Monster Hunter that is not the very new Monster Hunter. This is Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate XX, but uh, and and not
0: your your fancy new world. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so how do you guys want to finish this this up?
1: I'd say just what's what's our top three from the show? Like what from the whole yeah. thing? Top three games. Uh, Bobby, why don't you start us off?
0: Okay. Uh, my number one game shown was Cyberpunk 2077. My number two game was The Last of Us Part 2. And coming in at third, I have Anthem. Those all make sense.
2: (laughs) Johnny. Uh, Surprise, surprise. Uh, Two out of three for me and Bobby are the same. Uh, Lame. Cyberpunk. Uh, These are in no particular order. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Ghost of Tsushima. And Last of Us Part Two for me.
1: And I, of course, was different than everybody. And I again really like Sable. Totally check out the the trailer for Sable because that looked awesome. Uh Damon uh, Cross Machina was also just awesome. And uh Dragon Quest Eleven. I was I was very excited about that too. Fire Emblem was on this list for a long time just because it's Fire Emblem, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, it's I am not excited because of what they showed here. I'm just excited because I know Fire Emblem is coming eventually.
0: Sure. Uh, I think it was a great E3 this year. I was pretty happy with it overall. Uh, It was a ton of fun to have the the buzzing conversation in our group chats outside of recording. Uh, We'll probably have to grade this next year and see how all these promises stacked up and maybe get uh, another one of those episodes where we do some ratings before the E3 of 2019. But that's so far out. We'd just love to hear what you guys thought about E3 this year. What was your takeaway from it? Uh, what was some of your favorite games that you, that you heard about? And if you want to share that with us, uh, we would love an email or a tweet. Uh, you can email us. We are thecasualhour at gmail.com. And we're also at the Casual Hour across all social platforms. Um, in the meantime, you should also check out another really good podcast called Gamers on the Go that is hosted by our very own Chase Kineke. Chase, is there anything exciting happening there?
1: Uh, not in the foreseeable future right now. It's, it's always something that I'm scheduling things for and playing games and trying to figure out what can make for a good show. Uh, but at the moment, uh, we did the Kirby show that was somewhat recent, so you can go and listen to some of the, about some of the Kirby games that have come out in the last couple of years. And you can find that at gamersonthego.com. Um, but you guys will be the first to know when I have uh,
0: something new in the pipeline. Nice. And Johnny, do you have anything outside of the show that you're working on? <laughs>
2: uh, like, creatively, no. Nothing at the moment. Okay. Nice.
1: You know, we, uh, uh, I know we've been podcasting forever, so I don't want to belabor this anymore, but we didn't talk about any of those non-press conference games, and I thought there were some pretty cool ones out there. Um like Dead or Alive Six got there... announced beforehand that okay. I thought was cool. Hitman two was a big deal for a lot of people. Yep, I'm really Tetris Effect Tetris Effect by the Rez people is has me very, very interested. Um Total War Three Kingdoms. I've never played a Total War game. I don't play RTS that much, but it's it's Dynasty Warriors in a new setting. Uh, um you could play as Lu Um <laughs> And then uh, like there, there were a couple other cool things, too. Valkyria Chronicles 4, uh, uh, Ooblets, the, the Double Fine published game that just looks like Animal Crossing meets Pokemon. Uh, that, that's coming out for PC and Xbox. Um, Catherine Full Body. I know we've talked about Catherine on this podcast before. That's, that's certainly a thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of there's still again, there's a lot of stuff outside the press conferences that are really cool and people should go check yeah, that out. Should... Oh, and the devolver thing. The the really cool devolver game that I was excited about was the My Friend Pedro uh game that is a it seems like it's a twin stick shooter platformer. Uh
0: it's stylish a as lot well. of
1: slow mo, a lot of dual wielding, a lot of death and destruction. Also this dude kick-flipped a, a skateboard into a guy's face and then shot him. Yeah. That game, look, that game looks real good. <laughs> and yeah, then they're remaking that, Metal sure. Wolf Chaos. Why are they remaking Metal Wolf Chaos? I have no idea, but they are doing it.
0: Nice. Oh, my God. e 3 is great. Well, guys, thanks, thanks for all the, uh, the time spent on getting things prepped for E3 and our coverage of it here at the Casual Hour. Uh, we will be returning back to our normal episodes starting next week we've been doing a lot of e3 stuff over the last month uh, but actually we'll probably be getting close to another one of our july previews or our monthly previews so uh, hang tight tune back in next week and we will have some great stuff to go over thanks a lot